0: Gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight,
1: D-Generation X proudly brings to you
0: the greatest show on earth.
1: And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast on All Noise Radio.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is the Sons of Slam podcast, the very first show, Sons of Slam podcast. I am Chris Mindell alongside the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black.
1: How are you, Joe? Doing very good. I had a workout today at the gym, protein shake. I went in the sauna. Ooh, I am ready, You're ready spitzed? to go. Nice and schwitzed. I, I took a schwitz. It was amazing. <laughs> Never feel better. I, I'm, so, I'm so stoked to you jump this off
0: here. We are on Twitter. We are on the Twitter at Sons of Slam show. Hit us up there. We're going to talk all things wrestling, all things uh, sports. We're going to talk all things uh, 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 Martha Stewart. We're going to go into makeup tips. We're not going to do any of that. We're gonna just all sports, all wrestling. That is our passion. That is our love. We're going to get into it right now. Once again, hit us up on Sons of Slam show on Twitter. Let's get right into it. We had a, a big weekend with the Rumble, Royal Rumble. And before that, we had our NXT TakeOver. We had a bunch of other things. We're going to get into the men's Rumble. We're going to get into the women's Rumble. Let's get into uh, the championship matches that happened. But <laughs> Oh, God. There's nothing worse than hearing cringeworthy Episode 1 voice and yet, here we are. We have made it to episode 200, everybody. Welcome to the Sons of Slam show. My name is Chris Mindell, as I just mentioned. That is the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black, sir. Happy, happy, happy new year to you.
1: Happy new year. I want to cause myself physical harm after listening to myself from episode <laughs> one. Good God. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, absolutely. That, uh, that was very... Awful. Very awful. Very awful. Very awful. I can't describe, if anybody's ever listened to episode one, if you've listened from episode one till now. Thank you. I can guarantee you, you're probably one of my very, very good friends.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, to you, and to all of them, thank you so much for listening. And thank you for all our new listeners since episode one. And we have made it to episode 200 of all this wrestling schlock and nonsense. We have, uh, We have talked about Martha Stewart before. I don't know if we've done makeup tips.
1: I don't think we have done makeup tips and uh also don't hold your breath to get makeup tips from us. Yeah, no.
0: No, I would uh I would move on to another podcast. But the
1: funny <laughs> thing is about all that is that not from episode 1 till now ain't a lot changed. It's, <laughs> we still other than, you know, dropping the we'll go into the
0: gym, still love to take my schwitz. <laughs> <laughs> Still love protein shakes. I I, I love a good Schwitz as well. I don't do uh, I don't listen to ANR anymore. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, all noise radio. But <laughs> to be fair, that I is, never listened ANR. Neither of Neither did I. Uh, but that is the biggest change I have to say <laughs> in in all of uh, the 200 episodes. Is probably dropping that. And, and at one point we were like the the origin of that. If you're not aware, we met
1: at uh, by the way buddy that's five years ago now
0: this is five years we have reached 2024 that was 2019 because so... it
1: was royal rumble 2019 it was january 19. can we tell you just as, as you just heard um
0: yeah we met at connecticut school of broadcasting and i was like who is this asshole that will not shut the fuck up and now 200 episodes later
1: here we are <laughs> that's me <laughs> i still don't <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> Uh, but you, guess what, you, you, walked know what? Over,
0: you walked over you said you want to do a podcast i said yeah
1: <laughs> and here well, we Well, no are. <laughs> hang on we needed to do the final and we were both both talking baseball and wrestling and they go we go can we do wrestling and they go yeah if you can talk about it for like 20 minutes sure <laughs> yeah that's right <how> you... <laughs> oh buddy oh can we <laughs> you have you have no idea can we can we and we also
0: had another we had another classmate that was with us um the guy that the kid that was sitting in the front row uh, in the corner right side he was a wrestling fan too and i remember us standing there and we were talking about the show and you were like come up with the title and you were like you you, you loved sons of anarchy and we should do sons of slam and i came up with the logo and then he was standing there the entire time like, like but i i want to come can i like he, he, I, he didn't yeah. say anything but he, it was like i felt bad it was like nope
1: he We're did good. Keep on trying to chime in because I'm pretty sure he is also a huge Yankee fan, and he does still maybe still kind of watch wrestling. <laughs> right. Shout out, Nick. Shout out. There it is. That's it, Nick. Nick. <laughs> Shout out to Nick.
0: But yeah, yeah, the defunct office of CSB in Westbury, Long Island, and uh, if if nothing else, you know what I'm gonna do later today. Hold on. If nothing else, if 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 there was nothing else that came out of that. For me, for me personally, two things: one, start of a radio career, and two, this show. So for all that, I appreciate it. Yes.
1: Well, it did the same for me, except I didn't have a radio career, but <laughs> neither did I. Actually, technically, I did. I was an intern at a radio, uh, at a radio program, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: broadcasting station for uh, a summer. That was fun. Sure, it was actually a really fun summer because I got to see. I got to see Blues Traveler live I got to meet him they're really good live I got to meet him too John because I was working it John. so I was like helping out and shit John Popper John Popper there we go thank you. thank you sir uh the one of the other concerts was Asia and yes that was a dope one wow yeah it was great Frankie Valley, that was fucking awesome nice uh, what was the other one? It was four seasons, or just him? oh, here we go. This is right up your fucking alley. Ready? Sure. They had Freestyle Fest, headlined by T.K.A. Maria. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep,
1: absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely. And uh, the
1: the biggest one of them all, which I personally was very extremely excited for, was Ringo. Ringo Starr, Ringo Starr, yeah. I saw a Beatle live, huh? I saw a Beatle live. I saw one out of four, and I'm I need to see Paul, and it has to be soon, unfortunately. But I, uh, yeah, yeah, I got to see a Beatle live. Yeah. That was definitely a bucket list type moment for me.
0: Marty, uh Bob, ba.
1: T.K.A. and Judy Torres, I believe, were
0: the Judy headliners of that. <laughs> Wow, and now she has a radio yeah. career. Look at that. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> We've come a long way. <laughs> we have come We've a long come way. We've come a
1: long way. And now with that And being now something. I have nothing to do with radio other than this lovely program right here, this... the Sons of Slam podcast. Welcome, buddy. Welcome everybody. Ah, uh, man, we have made it to another
0: year. How was Christmas? How was New Year's? How was all that good stuff? It was good. Yeah.
1: Did the whole new did, did the whole uh, midnight thing? Nice. Like a like the good Colombian boy that I am. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Did have to work though, so that sucked. Yeah, it does suck. But it was fun. You make that money though. It was fun.
0: Make that money. Oh
1: yeah. Oh yeah. Well no, I well see the double time time a half, you know, overtime didn't come till Monday. So oh. that's the good thing about Christmas for me. With my shift at work, mm-hmm. I have no problem going to work on Christmas Day. <laughs> well, what time do you have to be? I don't do in? I don't do Christmas Day. What time do you have to be in? Two o'clock. Oh, so
0: you do like all the gifts and stuff in the morning and then go to work.
1: No, I do it at midnight, bro. Oh, that's right. That's right. right. You just said that. The Columbia thing. That's what I'm saying. Right, right. I do do it at midnight this year. Got home like 1130. We started passing out presents. Bro, I was in bed by one. (laughs) I loved it. It was great. And New Year's? All good? You were working New Year's? I was working New Year's. I was working New Year's. It was fun. That was... uh... Oh, Another Like the good Colombian boy that I am I had my 12 grapes at midnight <laughs> Okay I always do You uh-huh. listen to the, pra- the the little poem For, for, for but Happy New Year All that stuff Nice This is so inside baseball Legitimately only Col- Like legit only Colombians are going to know what I'm talking about Well to all And Steven
0: <laughs> <laughs> To all zero Colombians listening and Steven Thanks Appreciate it It was fun yeah. It's all fun. Good.
1: Yeah. Spend time with family.
0: That is always good. Uh, yeah. All of the hullabaloo. Uh, Christmas was good. Uh, New Year's was interesting because um, my family basically texted me day of New Year's Eve and tells me that they all have COVID. So that was fun. I had to go to... Uh, it was nice enough Oh, to nice. Nice enough. Uh, my my ex-fiancee was nice enough to invite me over because her her... Girls and and son were all out in the city and doing other things, and it was basically her and her daughter. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'll go over there and have a game night, and it was it was cute. Go over there, be awkward for an hour or two. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That was fun. Between that and uh, doing a,
1: a... Oh, I feel your pain, brother. DJing I mean, I a... don't, but I do. Yeah. <laughs> it,
0: was, it wasn't It was as painful as I thought it would be. Uh, between But between that and emceeing and DJing a wedding on my birthday this Saturday, that should be fun. Um, yeah, it's 2024, uh, starting off uh, with a hell of a ride. 2023, though, well, it, as I said, just great year. And so, again, I'm looking forward to what's the coming of, of this year and... All things Sons and Slam show, and as you mentioned before that we started recording, possibly a new uh, intro for the show. <laughs> two hundred episodes in. Yeah, I think two hundred episodes, may be, uh the cutoff. <laughs> so every two hundred may episodes, maybe time. <laughs> every two hundred episodes, we'll come up with a new uh, '90s '90s song that has to do with slamming or Suns or something like that.
1: Damn. Is there a Sun song? My Rolodex is is flipping, and I don't know what I'm getting. If I'm being completely <laughs> honest. <laughs> I mean, I
0: have nothing here (laughs) i just typed in sons and i see nothing other than
1: a 90s song about sons or slam that is very very specific i think we just we just found it it was slam ionics yeah i think it might have (laughs) been
0: i'm gonna have to do a deep dive and find out anyway god we've made it to two son of
1: a sailor by jimmy buffett does that count sure if we can somehow
0: incorporate that with my intro the greatest we show. Can. The greatest show of all time. Sons of a sailor. <laughs> that doesn't
1: That sounded Irish. <laughs> it sounded like, sounded like an Irish jig. <sighs> Maybe we just need an Irish jig to be an intro. Anyway, let's oh, talk something to river things... dance
0: too. I'd love to see you river dance. That would be that would be my gift. If I had anything to ask for for a birthday gift, it would be to watch you river dance.
1: With that being the only said, thing you're gonna get me to do is a coordinated okay. dance. That I already know, like a typical coordinated dance. Like Electric Slider. Oh, you give me, I will knock the shit out of a Cotton Eye show, man. Oh. Oh, you know what? Oof. going to make that happen by the end of the show. You even do jump on it? Shit. I'll really? be out there. Really? The Macarena? Don't put on the Macarena while I'm at a party. Really? Oh. Th- okay. I got that ready. I'm getting that ready. Cotton Eye Joe, I've been married a long time ago. No, I won't do it now. I don't. I don't. Do 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 do. It has begun. So yeah, the Cotton Eye Joe, the Macarena, and the Cha Cha Slide. Those are my top three. There you go. <laughs> so you were supposed to do a top three, right? Did you do yours? <laughs> yeah. How about that? Did you do yours? <��vel-> doing-
0: <laughs> well, see, this is the thing, Jack. Here's the thing. Here's what happened. I only had two weeks to do it, but you know Here's what? The thing fuck that
1: <laughs> i made for the for the good of the audience oh, and the God. listeners at home oh jesus for the good of the program <laughs> the excuses here they go. i made the executive decision oh the executive go ahead the executive decision sure. as one half of the sun's slam uh-huh. that i as my gift to you for is. christmas I, you. Mm. I will gift you the entire best of segment it is all yours my friend wow the floor is yours I won't speak. I mean, this, that's not true. Yeah, okay. I'll <laughs> chime in here and there. If you don't speak, that'd be but great. But the floor is yours. This oh. is the official Chris Mindell segment, number two, other than high bits. I can't, uh, I can't is wait. Is that what to... we call it? What do we call it again? We'll cut this out. What do we call it? Uh, Wrestling Bites. There we go. Wrestling Bites. Yeah. I did have a couple. All right. Back. Did have a couple. Then we're back. And,
0: and we're back. We're back. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey. Thanks for a word from our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> all noise radio. <laughs> um, <laughs> good Lord. All right. Let's talk all things Martha Stewart and uh, beauty tips here, shall we? So, a good foundation makes everything pop. Um, I was at World's End. That was fun. Uh Traitor. You couldn't even go. You were working.
1: I don't care. You're going it's tonight? Form of solidarity with Are you going brothers. tonight? Huh? Are you going tonight to Dynamite? What Did was th- that? Th- are you? Are you?
0: I mean, I'm not going by myself. Are you? I'm not going by myself. Well, I'm not going by myself. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very f- flirty uh, response. there. I'm not going.
1: Is by... this the first one we're all going to collectively miss? <sighs> voluntarily. Voluntarily. <laughs> I. You know what? I got to
0: tell you. I honestly. I. I sitting at World's End and watching watching it live. I wish I was there. It, you know it. it they always bullshit about uh, you know sold sold out and you know capacity crowd. It was sold out. Like they, they that's always,
1: why I, I asked you.
0: Yeah, the only seats that were or empty were the hard camera side, uh, right behind the right around the camera, like the the radius of the camera area. Um, yeah. But other than that, dude, it was packed, packed, good. packed, packed, and. Good. Uh, you know, I I I like that for AW because the Lord knows they need that, especially after oh, all of 2023, and that'll make you know part of the lists as far as you know attendance or lack thereof. But it was a I'm telling you live and watching watching Edge and Christian do everything they did live, watching the unveil of the Devil, watching Eddie Kingston win the Continental Classic, it was all awesome did watching it live. Uh, I I did have a moment. I was sitting next to uh you know the Step's brother-in-law joe shout out to joe um who listens to the show he was uh i was telling him the story of Eddie trader Kirsten. you went with
1: another joe too i that's went that's we're done that's, that's the second. last episode of that's Sunday second <laughs> we <laughs> made it to 200 everybody
0: we made it to 200 yeah. yeah that was the other joe i went to uh collision with uh on that saturday <laughs> watch uh, cm punk but yes, uh, I was telling him the story about Eddie Kingston and how he would scream at the top of his lungs during karaoke uh, when "Doves Cry" by Prince, and uh, he would tell tell us the story of you know his his. Weekend job would be to either fly down if he had the money, or to actually drive with other wrestlers, and they'd all chip in. You know, you always hear the road stories, and he would tell us the stories about how he would drive down to Florida and you know get, get to Pensacola and you know wrestle for three days straight, and then have to drive back uh, and bart not barton bar bounce uh, at bars and clubs in the area here, and then you know do the, all th- all over again you know, on the weekends and head down to Florida and down the East Coast and do these independent shows, and now it's just awesome seeing him
1: get uh and they, and and the it, shoot wrestling story about him having to sell his wrestling boots so that he can pay rent and then what was it like two weeks later was when he got the uh the call the, from the from, call tony from, from tony Khan to o. to be a part of what was that was that was, was the, that cody Rhodes's open tnt title challenge was eddie kingston was eddie king right that was like the second week it was ricky starks and eddie kingston eddie were kingston. the first two weeks of that i think <laughs> yeah
0: that's nuts. Yeah, and it was it to was... see
1: him go full blown into, holy shit! Chris goes, holy shit! I know that guy. <laughs> yeah, it's actually a buddy of mine. He used to bartend, all that shit. And yeah. I'm like, wow, that's fucking nuts. Yeah, the and then the whole moment in UBS, we go, Eddie, Eddie, Yonkers, and then he turns around and he's like, oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> gives you fucking huge ass hug and shit. I'm like, oh my god, and then, he uh... does actually know him. <laughs> Well, <laughs> it was before that. We were at
0: uh, at the Rock. So ironically, we were at the Rock, and he, we were sitting above the suite that he was sitting in. That was the first encounter that I had with him when he was in age Yes, you're and right. Saw, and I shouted out, and he looked up. And he was like, "Oh my God, it's you!" <laughs> and then the second one was at uh, at uh, UBS.
1: At UBS on the floor. On the floor,
0: yeah. Those seats were insane. Those those were good seats. Those um, are great seats. Hoping... That was a good thing
1: about 2023. Was yeah. that 2023? I think it was, right? No. Yeah. Or was it 22. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna you ch- know what
0: i'm gonna chalk it up to 23
1: i remember the big match from that night which was darby you allen getting what? cracked in a, in a chair yeah darby allen versus jeff hardy insane yeah it's a uh it was a wild year for pro wrestling huh
0: it was a wild year
1: and you know what yeah. we chris do- what do you think the best
0: of this year of pro wrestling was <laughs> you son of a bitch you silly silly son of a bitch uh, we'll get into all that in in a in in a second. Um, before we get into all that, <laughs> today <realistically> D- D- a- D- 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 um, oh God, this was. It's it's always fun, to be a part of controversy, when it happens, and being in the arena. When Sting was coming out, Darby Allen. Sammy Guevara kicking things off with Judas <laughs> and that song coming on and the <sighs> arena yeah, we li- get to this. literally split in two with the reaction. And everybody Everybody sang. Everybody did the it did the bit. And then when that set when that song faded out, good lord. I don't know if you heard it on the because I, I have yet to watch it, watch the actual pay-per-view, but in Arena. That song faded out from the speakers, and it was just – they couldn't get to Sammy Guevara's theme song quick enough because, good Lord, the booze started to slowly trickle and rain down, and then that's when Sammy Guevara's music hit. And every time he would come into the ring – again, I don't know if it picked up on camera, but booze. Every time he was in the ring, booze. And he could not get out of that ring quick enough. They, we, uh, st- they gave, we, Everybody gave Sting the uh, standing ovation, gave him his flowers. They were on the ramp, Chris Jericho, you know, applauding and you see him just you know, truck it up the ramp to the backstage area, and that's the last you saw of him.
1: This whole he was, story. Uh, he looked visibly perplexed yes. by the reaction he was getting in the arena. It didn't so much come up on the entrance mm-hmm. as far as the reaction is concerned. It was more once he was in the ring with someone. Like, it was very clear that when he was in the ring with someone from the other team,
0: mm-hmm.
1: he was getting booed and the heels were getting cheered, mm. which is not good. I mean, that was the same story for Swerve Strickland, but
0: Swerve is so over.
1: Um, and, and also, we kind of felt... Did Swerve have a fucking... Did Swerve have an allegation? No, no, I'm saying as far as the applause for heel. But that's not because, it's not because of the work of the heel. It's because of the Notice. outside interference of the fucking baby face. Well. It's completely different. But I think, no. In the arena,
0: you you could not, I could not get away from this kid that was sitting in, in like two rows of, in front of us. They kept shouting, who's house?" And then getting, trying to get, you know, call, call back response. And so... It, it, it wasn't just there, too. It was throughout the entire arena. And when he came out, it, he got—he was so over. He was so over in that arena. that Oh, yeah. But also because I, I feel that it, we, we felt jilted because we the original match we were supposed to get, which was Keith Lee versus Swerve Strickland, which was a payoff for all of 2023. Never paid off that, that storyline. And we were finally going to get it. Keith Lee basically wasn't cleared to, to compete. And we got Dustin Rhodes. Poor Dustin Rhodes being put into this situation. And then having this whole stupid storyline where he gets immediately hurt he does the whole crawling up up the ramp and then coming back thing, it didn't play. So everybody in the arena you could feel was just angry at this whole situation and just wanted Swerve to absolutely murk him. And he did. (laughs) And, again, I don't know if it played on camera, but he was way over in the arena. Um if anything in 2024, this is going to be a year for him because he is just that that much over in AEW. And this is one of those few instances in AEW that someone from WWE went over and is actually doing well. <laughs> because like, there's another match we we're about to talk about. with is with, probably his last match in AEW. Who? Cool. Andrade.
1: But we'll get to that in a second. Oh. Um, uh- so that's with the with the mj not the mjf with the uh with the swerve thing Mm -hmm. swerve being cheered is intentional they are looking for him to get cheered even though he is a dastardly type of heel you know what i mean Mm -hmm. not similar but not exactly the same to mjf he a couple like last year mjf yes when he was in that weird tweener type phase where he, everybody was cheering, he's our scumbag and all that stuff. Like when that first started going was right when he started to turn full-blown into the skid of a babyface. Right. Swerve is still that heel type of antagonist type of babyface. With the Chris Jericho thing, that is completely unintentional and has nothing to do with the storyline. Right. That's... The bad thing, of, well, that's not the bad thing about it. Let me rephrase that. That's the key in the whole argument. AEW, for some reason, in it,
0: in the span of, I mean, we've we've been talking 200 episodes, and, and in all 200 episodes we've been talking AEW. It's, it's, it's since the existence of this show, we've had the existence of AEW, and we've run parallel to them in in time timeline of existence, and. In that entire time, there has been—I mean, WWE also has it too—but it seems like AEW, for some reason, has instances where we have shit go down like this, <laughs> where it's just so controversial. Like they, it, Tony Khan, just can't seem to get out of its way. And I'm sitting there listening to this—the booze rain down upon Jericho—and I'm like, if he just had one more day, <laughs> if he—if all this came out yesterday, uh, tomorrow, as opposed to today being Saturday. The, not, it would be it under- all came out right after. It, it, right, it would have been fine. I mean, it would have been fine, but it would have been at least okay, <laughs> okay for the definitely match. Definitely
1: wouldn't have been fine, yeah, but it would be okay but for the match. It wouldn't have
0: come off clunky. Yeah, no, it wouldn't have come off clunky, and at least you know we wouldn't have been focusing on the fact if Jericho was going to be you know nixed for the match and have some sort of maybe you know run in a backstage brawl and he gets you know, taken out just to have an excuse for him not to be in this match. Nope, Tony Khan pulled the trigger. And was like, no, you're you're still going out there. Take your lumps. Because this is going to be something that you have to endure, and be, don't be surprised if you don't see Chris Jericho on your your television program uh, for a while. Because I guess time heals all wounds, and just like they did with Excalibur. Speaking of controversy and uh, his lovely <laughs> use of lovely use of the N word, um, they put him off TV for a couple months, and then I he came back. About that one, yeah. See, it's just, I'm telling you, AEW has has had some some doozies. And, and they've only been around for Listen, five
1: years this is kind of fucked up to say go on neither one neither one you should be able to come back from and yet here we are but out of the two of them if there was to be one mm-hmm. it is Excalibur situation because it's in the context of a wrestling ring of a wrestling promotion that's the whole argument about it hmm. it's not acceptable it's not acceptable at all right but in the context of it it had to do with the entertainment factor the allegations on chris jericho have nothing to do without entertainment whatsoever i mean his entertainment hey yo Hiya.
0: so let's get into that story really quick here so we've been dancing around this for the last 15 minutes chris jericho yeah
1: we're just waiting until all the you know metrics stop running out this way we can actually start talking you know (laughs) balls and strikes i like that there you go there's your title uh
0: so this whole thing basically came about well initially come to find out we, when one thing happens it's a, it's a trickle down domino effect and then all of a sudden it's like oh yeah you know what i remember when chris jericho did this and he didn't do this but blah, blah. so when mcmahon was going through his shit uh with you know the allegations of sexual assault and misconduct and all that, those things that basically got him ousted from wwe hush money payments hush money payments and those hush money payments came to I guess, initially bite Jericho in the ass because someone asked him about it and he kind of danced around the topic. And then this came out where there was a thread... uh, Let's see here. So according to... Let me make sure I have the right uh, thing here. Okay. So according to ISO... It was ISO Wrestling. It was uh, on Twitter X. There was a post on there and a video... That said, uh, the one of the hosts, Nick, uh, excuse me. Pausing, pausing, pausing. I just want to make sure I have the story correct. Okay. ISO Wrestling posted this, uh, and Kylie Ray, who was with AEW for
1: about a month, if that. Who left under weird, mysterious circumstances. Correct gave a like
0: to the this this uh to, to basically confirm this statement. The post says, quote, here's the so here's the deal. You don't quit the hottest fed going today AEW without reason. I have it from people in the know that Kylie was asked to go to Chris Jericho's room with the understanding that others would be there. When she got there, it was just him. He made a pass at her, no other details given, and she freaked out. When that was posted, Kylie Rae liked it. Uh, There's a history of accused behavior uh, with Jericho. Uh, He's apparently not the only one, or she's not the only one that had situations involving him. Uh, This ISO wrestling went on to compare Jericho to Harvey Weinstein, which, oof, if you know, you know. And so here we are. We are here. here with this situation about Kylie Ray reacting to a post regarding Chris Jericho
1: sexually harassing Kylie Ray. So, <clears throat> I blissfully stayed out of it kind of it was like on the fringe peeking in. I didn't really do too much digging into it cuz I wanted a kind of first hand reaction. On the show? Okay. We still haven't, we haven't heard her side of it, have we? Uh, Not from her lips, no. So we don't exactly know what's going on. We just know these allegations and what people are saying. Other than this
0: situation in this hotel that he called her over and she was under the impression that there were going to be people in the room with them and there was nobody else there.
1: this is one of those fucked up situations because we don't entirely know think about the Enzo Amore situation Mm -hmm. you remember that I do we were so quick to judge Enzo because he was I don't want to say that type of personality but everyone just assumed that it was correct it's always blame before proof. Yeah, Chris and Hard- that's Chris what's Hardwick. fucked
0: up. Chris Hardwick is a, a a great example of that. Like he was about to get canceled, and it, it, it's we always go straight to. Why don't you have a seat?
1: Isn't that that guy? That's not. That's not him. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's, uh, is that's Chris the- Hansen. Hansen. That's State Fuck. Yeah, that's what it's wrong. got. Chris Hardwick. Is. Hardwick with Why don't you have uh, a
0: seat? Walking Walking Dead, <laughs> Talking Dead. Why don't you have a seat? <laughs> I swear she was sixteen. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> uh, yeah. So this is where we're at with Chris Jericho, and uh, it's. It, see, here's the thing: if it was just Kylie Ray, that'd be one thing. But since there are apparently multiple instances and multiple reports of this happening, and people are starting to dig into it now, that it always happens this way. It's always one name comes up, and you're like, you know, oh yeah, you know what? Because now. I remember them when this happened over here. And three years ago we were doing this. Like all of a sudden now the stories come out. And I wish that it would come out sooner rather than later, but here we are. And we have another allegation, another sexual allegation. Um, uh, but this time with a professional wrestler that is still in the biz. And one of the biggest names in AEW.
1: Oh shit, one of the biggest names ever. Yeah. At this point. Yeah, it's it's. That's it's tough, man. It's tough to go through your entire career. It's tough both. See, here's the fucked up thing. It's tough both ways. If it's true, Mm -hmm. that it's hella fucked up that it's true. Like, because he is such a big personality on television and shit like that. Nobody ever wants to see that ever. Like that's that's just fucking ridiculous. If it's not true, then it's also fucked up because now you're just dragging this guy's name through the mud. Mm-hmm. I like I genuinely hope it's not true so that it doesn't like affect AEW again. Bro, this is the thing. Vince McMahonisms come back into it. People only remember the finish. All of this stuff happening now mm. is only going to damage what people think of Chris Jericho's career. And that's a shame. It is a shame, and it's his fault if you know if it is true. If it's true, right?
0: Yeah. Ugh. Oof, All right. Uh, lighter oof. notes. Uh, on lighter notes, uh, I was I hit the link on Kylie Ray, and I was scrolling down On wrestling posts here. Um, you know, Triple H had an announcement. I meant to talk about this also. He had, an, he says he has an announcement t- uh, tomorrow, Thursday. Uh, and I coincidentally, not ironically, I
1: was not on that manifest. <laughs> I did not have sexual.
0: Uh, He has an announcement on Thursday. We were up all (laughs) night. I'm sorry. I had to finish it. Thank you very much. Uh, (laughs) So he has a big announcement Thursday. Coincidentally, TNA is on Thursdays. And coincidentally, TNA pay-per-views are now called premium live events. Did WWE purchase TNA?
1: whoa (laughs) whoa i did not see that
0: literally it's as of 14 hours ago tna pay-per-views are now premium live events with this killer promo uh headlined by uh uh trinity (laughs) like right in the front center oh she's got to be pissed (laughs) as champion um see i don't think so I think she's in, in she if Triple H is doing Triple H things, first of all she would be happy to work for Triple H and not Vince as most wrestlers seem to be now, now that they're they're kind of coming over <laughs> back to the dark side here. And if he just leaves TNA the way it is and doesn't pull another ECW crap with that, then so be it. Let TNA be TNA. And uh you can have Trinity as, as your champion and just do absolutely nothing with it other than what what they're doing with it. Don't pull an ROH don't make that your 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 sub league. Uh just let let it go. Let it be what it is on Thursdays and
1: that's that. I disagree. Okay. I wouldn't say to have it be a sub league, but I would also want it to be on par if not above NXT. It should be above NXT. These, but these, also less than Raw and SmackDown. Well, of course. Um, yes. But it should it's be. It's like that weird polishing ground after NXT. It should not be NXT. Not in the least. Yeah. Bad. Like, this is, it, not, this but is not a, a ground. It should still be places where an AJ Styles. Uh, ooh, here's one. An LA Knight. Have them go on to TNA for a. Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. Like, you have all these mainstay tna names in the wwe now that could go back and create a buzz for that company while it is under your banner Mm. by the way is this all of them is this vince finally getting his last infinity stone (laughs) right Uh, awa nwa wcw ecw and tna and tna this is oh no he needs the Ah, uh, the middle one, he still has... Yeah, it's AEW right <laughs> there. Yeah. He doesn't have the soul stone yet, that's <laughs> AEW.
0: <laughs> and then he can just snap his fingers and that'll be it. Uh, thank God he's not in charge. Uh, yeah, so I just wanted to point yeah, that God. out there. Point that out there that uh, he has this announcement Thursday. TNA's on Thursdays. TNA's now premium live events with their pay-per-views. Quickie-dink? I don't know. Um, TNA
1: just went back to TNA. <laughs> They're not impact. They're not impact. It's TNA. So they have that name behind them now. Twenty twenty four. Um,
0: anything else before we get into the two things I wanted to talk about?
1: Um No. My really thing just has to kind of piggyback off of uh raw day one. Okay. Do you want to talk about that which, first
0: or ch- talk world done first?
1: Which listen, today is your show, my friend. Ah, there it is. This, this, <laughs> this is your show. <laughs> there it is my son of a bitch all right uh, hey man i'm just a man in a recliner with a microphone
0: ah there it is <laughs> that is a full circle out of uh context moment right there my friend um so <laughs>
1: that's what we call a callback but call just back
0: callback text message callbacks uh, <laughs> Uh, now i got to I have to mention it i did say joe was like joe texted me saying he was ready to go and i said i had to find my mic stand he says hold it hold your microphone like a man and i said <laughs> you know uh, i no, not everyone can host a, host a talk show a podcast with the recliner and uh sitting back and <laughs> just chilling, said, chilling on a the recliner snuggie. wearing a, snuggie, wearing a I go, snuggie hang on a
1: sec <laughs> wait one minute my friend I wish it was a snuggie. It's just a blanket. Yeah, you're missing out. And to be fair, I don't have it on right now because I have my uh, heated air conditioning going. <laughs> Who has it better than
0: you? I have like the Matrix, fifteen different monitors going on here while recording and, and making sure everything's right. And this guy over here is uh, smoking the, the weed pens while having uh, uh, not true. How dare, British what? bulldog uh, photos in the background?
1: Erroneous, erroneous on all counts. On all counts. <laughs> yes, Vince, I got you. <laughs> Uh, fun times. Yeah, shout out the British Bulldog. Yeah, there he is. There Greg is. Valentine. It's the hammer right there. Yeah. yeah well, you yeah. actually don't see his hammer, but you yeah. get
0: it. Pum, pum, pum.
1: Uh, I also have one in the corner. That's uh the Warrior. Paul O'Neill. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh yeah. I should. We were just talking wrestling. I should have mentioned that.
0: You know what a wrestling. The podcast, other Warrior. Yeah. Not the, the, the New ult- York Warrior.
1: Not the Ultimate. Yeah. Yeah, New York. Yeah, yeah. not the ultimate, yeah. just the. The warrior, right. Uh, Paul O'Neill. Sure. And it is a very, very young and very black and white photo of the Olympics and a black man standing on the uh, first place. And it is a very young Cassius Clay. Oh. Yeah, it's a nice one. Nice.
0: Yeah. So it must be nice to record in that room, just chilling, holding a microphone,
1: like a man. Like a man, dude. Like,
0: like a Mayan.
1: Okay, I've held this thing for two hours already. <laughs> okay, well you're just sitting there, sitting back, and you're fucking, you fucking use both your hands. We, bu-
0: <laughs> we bullshit. I'm also
1: taking notes. Little- I'm triple tasking.
0: Okay, take it easy. Take it easy, man. <laughs> <laughs> Literally bullshit it for an hour before you start recording. And uh, I'm smoking my vape.
1: I'm quadruple tasking.
0: <laughs> I don't know what I would be doing if I smoked right now. Anyway. Let's get, get through the show. It's sorry. nicotine.
1: It gets the fucking oh, not, the, the not, blood not, vessels not. going in the brain. Damn yeah, sure they killing those shits off. I, speaking of
0: killing uh, brain cells off, I got to smoke. So let's go through the show. Uh okay. World's End, followed by Raw Day One, followed by what we're gonna see possibly tonight on uh, the Dynamites. So Zero Hour. I will uh, full disclosure. I was not there for most of Zero Hour because I will tell you right now, if you've ever gone to the, oh, if you've ever gone to the Nassau Coliseum. Um, the new Nassau Coliseum,
1: I gotta tell you, very nice. We, yes. I don't think I've been to the new Nassau Coliseum. Uh, the
0: so here because they
1: tore down the old one, right?
0: So they basically tore it down. Yeah, kind of renovated what they had, but okay. Uh, for the a couple of things on the downside of my experience with with Nassau Coliseum. Plus side. When we drove in, 40 bucks to park. Okay. Get in there, and everybody's directing you to go. And sitting with Joe as my co-pilot, I'm driving his car, and he goes, make a commitment. That's, which aisle are you going in? So I make a right towards the, the arena. And I happen to find a parking spot literally as close to the arena as I possibly could get. It was absolutely amazing. So there was that. We sat in the car. The lines, though, however, were astronomical. It was about 30 degrees outside. And we were waiting in the car to see if the line could, would dry, drop down there, or, uh, get lower, basically, and to kind of die down. And we had to wait a while. Because die down is what that, you are looking that's for. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Die down. And it took a while because they could not scan those tickets quick enough, man. like It was just them filing in took forever. And when the line finally did die down, we were still outside for another 10 minutes shivering our balls off because they couldn't scan and go through. It was all in one spot where... Right at the door, they had security, basically wand you, and then scan your tickets. All right there at the front door. So everybody was outside waiting to get in. Downside number one. Downside number two, which I did not partake in, but I've, there's plenty of reports online, was that they ran out of food. Concession ran out of food. Not good. For, especially for a capacity crowd. It was packed, as I mentioned. So they <laughs> them running out of food. Not good. Uh, the seats that we were in, in the 200 level, we were basically straight ahead of the of the ring. Uh, but they have like this overhang. But there's nobody sitting. Ab- uh, well, there there was. was. People sitting in the overhang there. But it was in the way of the main screen that's above the ring. So where we were sitting, there was definitely limited viewing in those seats. Uh, the sound wasn't working. There was the speakers that were over there. There was actually a tech tech guy came over and asked the crowd just loudly. He was like, "Can you hear anything over here?" As far as the speakers, I'm like, no, we couldn't hear anything. Like the vignettes, the the mic work, nothing. Everything came from the front of the house where the ramp was, and we couldn't hear anything. So downside was that seats were also a little tight. Like I like you know UBS has a little room there with the seats. This was this kind of reminded me of Barclay Center where the seats are a little little tight for especially for big boys. Um, what about the Rock? What about the rock?
1: I'm sorry, the Prudential, Prudential Center. Center. I knew what you meant. You meant
0: okay. <laughs> oh, um,
1: I, you know I, I like Prudential Center. I think I think those seats are are, are good. I just I don't know. I You're th- saying Prudential Center seats are better than the fucking Nassau Coliseum seats? I think they're on par. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't go then. Yeah. I think I think they're on par. Um, <laughs> to be fair, I'm pretty sure I'm about 80 pounds less than the last time I went to the Prudential and Center. And yet
0: still. <laughs> If I was sitting there between you and Steven, I would just be – and I'm a big boy, too. I, I would just be swallowed whole. Pause. So we did not catch zero Jesus, hour. Most of, yeah, I know. Take it easy, man. Uh, it fucking noon on a Wednesday. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Going in. It's 200, baby. Uh, Chris Statlander, Willow Nightingale, missed that match. Uh, Willow won that one. Um,
1: the That was uh, a nice hometown feel for the both of them. Yes. Excalibur was actually explaining it correctly. Uh, I think it was about One of them lived 20 minutes east Or 20 miles east The other one lived 20 minutes west Or some shit like that It was pretty cool Both oh, Long Island gals Long Island gals uh, Yeah where was uh, Where was Hunky by the way
0: Isn't he from Long Island
1: He is but I don't know I don't know what they were doing uh, I think no they did something Cause I'm pretty sure What's his face wrestled a match Alex Silver.
0: Oh. Was he in the uh the Battle Royal?
1: That's what it was. They were in the Battle Royal. Okay.
0: Again, we all zero hour we missed because you know we couldn't get inside. Uh kill switch with the win on that one, which would affect <laughs> the match Ugh.
1: coming up. Um uh, one of the worst like legitimately the worst age text I've ever seen in my life. Okay. So fast from you. So fast. <laughs> uh,
0: listen, that wasn't part of the match, though. I, I I still I still stand by that. I still stand by the match itself. Don't forget. Don't tell me about the, hey, the finish. Don't tell me about the finish, the match itself. No, no, no.
1: I'm not, I'm not going to tell you about the finish, okay? But I will just explain don't, this. Don't say the, right? the people remember only the finish. I'm not going to say that. Go ahead. I, pro- I promise you I will not say that, ahead, okay? All right, go ahead. What I will say is if you go on as you so likely so happily used to do this. Mm. If you go on the YouTubes, sure. If you search up Mm. the TNT match between Chris, uh, Christian cage and Adam Copeland, the entirety of that thing is going to come up. Okay. The highlights of that will include Mm. the end of the match. I'm
0: telling you, as far as the match itself, that wasn't part of the match. It was the aftermath of the match. All that nonsense. All that bullshit. I agree with semantics. you. Semantics. It's not semantics. It's not part of the match. The match itself
1: what was about the What about the end? What about the main event, huh? What about the main event? It's not part of the match. still part of the story.
0: Okay, that's fine. The Story and match are two totally different things. Uh, don't roll your eyes. It's, it's the truth. Anyway, so Killswitch wins this, and we'll get into that while we're bitching a moment By the way, this.
1: horrendous name. Killswitch? Actually, let me take that back. Like the name, mm. horrendous uh, explanation. Usually, with a name change like that, people go away, and they come back looking different. Yes. He just looks exactly the same with a different with name. A different name didn't go away at all. <laughs> and when did uh, uh, Nick Wayne's mom turn? Uh, a couple weeks ago on uh, on Adam Copeland. Got it. All right, I should probably watch that. Right? smoke show by the way. Uh there was a lot of a lot of
0: chants in the arena. Uh I'd bang Nick's mom. Oh, a lot of a lot of Nick bang Nick mom chants, which was very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was Yeah. Very funny. Um, yeah. All right. There we did catch we it. there, thank you. We did catch uh the FTW championship match with Hook and uh Wheeler Yuta.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Hometown boy so mr hook uh get get how dope was that fucking horn and did you catch the entrance yeah how dope was the horn right before the fucking right before the music dropped it was
0: it was was weird it was weird pause because we were like what's happening and then horn came in yeah and then the it it was it was it was cool uh and then the night began with there were two eight-man tags good lord this whole this whole card just seemed weird, <laughs> for the most part, uh, with Claudio and Brian Danielson, Mark Briscoe, Daniel Garcia basically being the one to get the shine on this match, which I I love for him because I think 2024 should be the Garcia year. Um, give him something uh, belt wise. You have you have enough of them now.
1: Uh, Brody King something in AEW. I don't need him to have another fucking ROH belt. Yeah, but let's let's I, again. Along the lines of TNA, I'm
0: just making a blanket to episode two hundred and twenty twenty-four statement. Let's have the AEW guys do AEW things, and then ROH is ROH. And if for some reason there is a character in ROH that is making a splash and can make a name for himself, then you can transfer over to AEW. That's fine, but you're not doing all all this like carryover and crossover stuff. It, it's not working as we've already. Hell's
1: maybe maybe there's someone from aew that feels like they're not getting the you know just time in the ring that they deserve so they want to go to roh to kind of perfect the craft and all that see baron corbin uh daniel garcia with
0: the the win on this one and and first of all brian danielson every time i see him he he reminds me of snake from uh metal gear it's like I'm, i'm waiting for him to like hide behind a box
1: um I, again, he I, reminds st- me of fucking Pirate Steve from Dodgeball. <laughs> <I'm talking. laughs> you can
0: dodge a bench, you can dodge a ball. Uh, I, I, I did appreciate that Daniel Garcia with the, <laughs> I don't know what Daddy Magic said on on commentary. Commentator, com, commentator. <laughs> dodge traffic. You can dodge a ball. Come on, that's the best one. <laughs> Maybe you dodge traffic. Uh, I don't know what he said. What Daddy Magic said on on the mic and commentating, but. Uh, the the tease of him dancing in the ring was everybody in the in the arena was was all about it and everybody had their arms up ready to to get to get it in and he just wouldn't wouldn't allow that until the end until he got the uh, until he got the win, um. So g- good on Daniel Garcia for that one. Miro versus Andrade El Idolo with C.J. Perry in his corner, um, and I did not send. Oh, after the fact, if you watched uh, AEW. Uh, on the Twitters, they had a video of CJ Perry following Andrade up the stairs to get to the ramp to go down. And he, she looks at camera, straight, straight at camera backstage and gives like this weird, like, s- you know, sly little smirk. And then they go out. Ooh. So that if you hot, it's is very hot. Uh, did she have anything on her finger, by the way?
1: What do you mean?
0: This, the, the, from her surgery from her life life savings oh right we forgot to talk we forgot to talk
1: about that like she basically had yeah, a she had a uh infection very I I don't think I've ever heard some in by the way hmm. she had a splinter that got infected in her it finger did it and then the the infection started to spread a little bit so they had to go in and a little cut the infection out of the finger and all that stuff she's got a gnarly scar on her finger and shit like that now yeah but I will just tell you this from what she says, it's a fate it, it was a fatal it, it could have gone fatally. Sure. All that being said, sure. If she had died via splinter in twenty twenty four, that's pretty ridiculous, man. Yeah. What a way to go. <laughs> how do you how do you let a splinter get you infected? It's, it's wild. You let a a splinter kill you. That's a wild to have a splinter. Like, a splinter <laughs> won't even kill Judas. You got to drive <laughs> the stake through the heart. Everyone knows that. Everybody does. The that. original vampire.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, good times. Um, yeah. By so, if you knew, also you knew that uh, this was possibly Andrade's last match in AEW because you know why would he want to stay? And the writing was all over the wall that. They were going to have her turn on him. So sure enough, he goes for like a figure eight again with her pin Mm -hmm. at the end there. And CJ pulls his arms out uh, while he was doing that figure eight. And then Miro comes in and does the uh, game over and gets the win. And they didn't unite yet. But CJ Perry and and Miro need to just get this over with and get back together because they're better with each other.
1: Yeah, better with each other. Um, absolutely. So, yeah. Whether it be serious or comedically, correct. And so we will hopefully you
0: know, see Andrade again at some point in WWE. But in the meantime,
1: uh, Miro gets the win with CJ Perry. Uh, timeless
0: Tony. Yeah. Andrade Storm.
1: realized he goes. I, I mean, if I'm going to be a jobber anywhere, I'd rather just be a jobber with my wife there at work. Yeah, absolutely. And now she's not working now anyway. So,
0: mend her. Uh, timeless time Tony Storm, your champion, taking on Riho. She's a teeny tiny thing, huh? And Tony Storm is just oof. 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 All oof. sorts of it. All sorts of oof. Uh, I did like the the uh, the tag team of Luther and Tony with the uh on the shoulder, uh basically slamming Riho's <laughs> head into the into the corner post.
1: That's uh, such a dangerous move for Tony. <laughs> for tony, like like
0: well it's for luther has to like keep up with rio because it's rio that that's my point that's doing the movement there like you know
1: that's why it's the most difficult for tony
0: <laughs> to basically just hold on to rio until uh, uh, other than falling off of she's got to
1: hold on to rio and make sure she doesn't fall on the top of her skull <laughs> <laughs>
0: off of luther's shoulders he's a big boy yeah he is a big boy um yeah, she's just all kinds of oof. And so Tony would would retain against Riho, and then another oof with Mariah May and the Bucket of Rose Petals coming into the ring. Uh,
1: yeah, just oof all around. He had nothing. Uh, Tony Storm had the best backstage press conference after the uh after the show, which was she just sits there with Tony and her gimmick. And she goes, Tony, I know you're going to yell at me for this, but it doesn't matter. I hear there's a, uh, I'm not doing the accent. I don't want to do it. Mm, She goes, I hear there's a uh, certain free agent out there that I would like to call out. I did did see that. Yes. Very funny. And then she stands up and she goes, Wendy Richter. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I lost my shit when I saw that. She dropped the F-bomb. Oh, yeah, but it's a backstage yeah i know but it was just it was funny cm punk had... called out the whole company I, I i think it's okay if fucking tony storm says fuck i just it was funny that she like she's coming out with this
0: this <laughs> promo against wendy richter fucking wendy richter they call yeah, her out fuck wendy richter <laughs> <laughs> she's like in her 60s wendy she? richter she's like in her 60s or 70s like a...
1: hold on <laughs> wendy richter I like that. 72 i'm gonna say she is 63 Whoa, you, I was off.
0: you aged her by nine years good for you uh anyway
1: she's 72 in in regular years i'm sorry no she's in she's 72 years. in wrestling in years. wrestling in years. Years, thank you because her body just got wrecked yeah like like rick flair is what 71 i think 74 no. something like that but you just no, either 71 or 74 you, that's, but he's like 110 in wrestling years. <laughs> he's 74 <laughs> he's 74 he's 74 yeah yeah. But he's like, like I said, he's about 100 in wrestling <laughs> years. <laughs> he really is. Uh, let's see here. So
0: Lexi Nair interviewing Dante Martin. Of course, Andre. Uh, Andre, Orange Cassidy gets into the uh, the frame, and so we're going to have that match tonight on Dynamite. Uh, Dustin Rhodes filling in for Keith Lee, as we mentioned before, taking on Swerve Strickland, and Swerve just went after the, the foot. But before I even get into all that, his theme song, everybody. was going go absolutely apeshit. Everybody was going ape shit, and you couldn't—it couldn't be louder for somebody when the, the on the Tron it says "Who's house?" and the entire arena shouting "Swerve's house!" and Prince Nada coming down and doing his dance. I popped—not for the—not for the Swerve's house, but for the dance. To so see that live is it's a spectacle. Dance. It, the spec—it's yeah. a spectacle, <laughs> and I was all kinds of happy for it. I was trying to do it in my in my closed, you know, tight seat. No, but it was it was a lot. It was a lot to do.
1: I will get you, <laughs> so you could do it in that in that large flush seat. <laughs> um, oh no, dude! I there's something you should know about me. I am the king of dancing in a seat. <laughs> so you you at weddings must be a, a, a trip and a half. Oh yeah, you catch me outside. How about if that? we ain't eating, How about and that? if we're inside, I'm dancing in my seat.
0: How about that? Uh, so yeah, Dustin Rhodes, we get the loss against Swerve. Uh, another eight-man tag, and this was it. Uh, Texting back with you, back and forth with you guys, and Pistol Pete, shout out to Pete, uh, thinking that he's not going to be uh, in the match. Nope. We got some Chris Jericho, and we got Judas. And like I mentioned before, everybody sang. And then when the song went out, everybody booed. <laughs> and... Uh, I guess if this thing is true, for for good reason. But again, we all will judge until we have proof. And until then, he's guilty. Uh, Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, and Sting taking on uh, the AEW World Tag Team Champions, Big Bill and Ricky Starks, and Don Callis' family in Takeshita and Powerhouse Hobbs. Okay, uh, I, I I I got a pop from it only because Sting was involved in the match. Um,
1: yeah, obviously.
0: Other than that. I could have taken this or left it. Uh, the idea of Big Bill and Ricky Starks being the tag team champions has taken a little luster from this from these belts. Um, mm-hmm. It's been a it's been one of their best belts as a company. Obviously, the, the World Championship has been great, and the Tag Team Championship belts have been great, being held by FTR, being held by Young Bucks, uh, even you know, TNT
1: title I put up there too.
0: TNT title up up there. Uh, uh, Cassidy has made the uh... oh my god.
1: International. Thank I you. did catch myself saying intercontinental when I, I was referring to it the other day.
0: I'm literally about to say intercontinental. Cassidy has done insanely well with making a belt that means absolutely nothing, means something in this company. These tag team belts, uh held by acclaimed as well, you know, they, they've been held by real teams. And I feel like anytime, I mean, WWE included, when they're held by people that aren't teams, it takes something off of it. And I feel like that's what we're in the midst of right now. But all that to be said is that anytime Jericho came in the ring, good lord. The, the rain of booze that, that would pour down upon him, and I, would, I, I wouldn't I watch this match strictly for his reaction to seeing how, how perplexed he really was.
1: Oh, he was... I wouldn't say during the match he was perplexed, but, like, In for the, the entrance. entrance, you could just tell. Yeah. Like, he just it broke like he broke character a couple times but just in his facial expressions because you know Chris Jericho he's a fucking 30-year professional at this point right right he he does the same fucking entrance he does the same thing every time right and when anything deviates from that you always think what's going on like perfect example if all of these the thing started to surface Mm. right before like he went out and then by the time like he knew all this stuff was coming out Mm. and then by the time the match is over everybody knows he you would have still felt that awkwardness in the whole arena right and boy yeah Could cut that tension with a knife. It was
0: uh, (laughs) he really could, and now we get to see what happens because I I guarantee you will not see Chris Jericho on your television, especially especially since Kenny Omega is not there anymore, and you know Golden Jets were a thing, and then he got hurt with uh, diverticulitis, and now this whole thing with Jericho and Kylie Ray happening, he's very shocked if if he's around uh, on TV, And, and which also sucks for Sammy Guevara because again, as wrestling goes and sometimes lazy rest lazy AEW writing happens Sammy Guevara and Chris Jericho being involved again uh with with a basic sorry (laughs) it just it kind of just falls flat so we'll see what happens um in the least exciting match of the night Julia Hart taking on Abaddon in the TBS (laughs) how dare you sir go
1: on did I miss I can't I tried
0: did I miss something on, on television please Enlightened nope. me. Okay, I, I thought so.
1: Nope, nope, nope. I tried. Man, I tried. The best chance of the week, of the year, this is spooky. <laughs> the worst <laughs> thing ever. That was the best part of the match, it by the way, was the chant, saying this is spooky. 1,000%, but mm-hmm. the worst thing ever was that I was at work watching this, mm-hmm. and it was right as the time, as the guy coming in for the shift after was going to relieve me. Right. So there was a, uh, there was a whole... There's a whole fucking inside joke with him. He because he caught like he saw me watching wrestling one time. Mm. So he goes, what are you watching? Wrestling? Wrestling. And then I'm like. <laughs> like, I saw him pull up right as this fucking Abaddon match was going on. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no.
0: Of all matches for him to see, too. <laughs> so he
1: walked in and I go, you call me at the worst possible time. Sure. Of all matches. He goes, Why? I go, bro, this match is this spooky bitch going up another against another semi-spooky yeah, spooky bitch. bitch. And this bitch got the title in. <laughs> it's just a whole thing. It's a spooky bitch match. It yeah. is a spooky bitch match. Yeah. Convince me otherwise.
0: <laughs> this is spooky. It's
1: two, with, all, And I mean this with all due respect, mm-hmm. but it is two spooky bitches fighting, and I'm all for it.
0: I will say before too, but it was just it, it, it could not really compare to everything else that was going on. It was just it's unfortunate too because you know you have a match like that and it just kind of falls in between other big matches. Match before you just had Sting where everybody gave a standing ovation. The match after, which we'll get into, is you know they're they're doing you know, splashes off the uh, off the seats into onto the floor. Um, so it's hard with a match like this to have some sort of relevancy or interest, you know, kind of being grabbed by the by the audience. Again, the "This is Spooky" chant was the best part of the match, and that same guy who was the asshole that we kept saying that kept yelling out "Yur yeet, whose house?" Like, shut the fuck up, dude! Like, oh, would he was he a Yur kid? He was a, a your kid, and everybody obviously followed follow, follow sh- suit like the sheep that they are. But then at one point during this match year, Whoa, my, okay. Right wing Chris coming out. <laughs> I said it. I said it. Stupid. I was like, are you having a stroke? I kept shouting out. Are you having a stroke? Stop saying that. Hey, man. Hey, man. It's the stupidest hey, thing ever.
1: Stupid. You can't don't, knock the year chant. Don't carry that into 2024. Leave that, leave that last year. Cut that shit out. Hang on. Hang no, on. Don't do it. I'm about to bring up your point. I'm about to bring up my point so well right now. Mm. You don't agree with the year chant. You say you don't like the year chant. What does it mean? Huh? What does it mean? Well, see, the thing is, ah, I need to clear my throat for this. <clears> throat> yeah, your if you were snow from New coping. York City, you'd know exactly what it means, upstate bitch. I don't have to be from New York City.
0: The best, the best part about being upstate bitch is that I can go in anytime I want and have to deal with the traffic and nonsense of, of
1: living in the city. Well, if you knew and lived in the city, you know when to stay off the fucking road. <laughs> okay? you're Stupid ass.
0: You're Come on, man. Check that check that stroke victim over there for saying that nonsense. What, what is he doing? What's happening over there? And then so finally, during this match here, he's you like You guys just shout out the fucking place that you're from. Yonkers. Come on. No, we don't. That's better. We say YO, so cut the shit. During this match, I did say to him. Oh, sorry. I, I was like, he goes, <laughs> he goes, Whose house? I'm like, stop. Please stop. He's like, no, 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 nothing. I'm like, no, we're done. We're done with that. We burned.' and Joe, Joe next to me is like, we burned down that house. Cut it out. It's just like it, at one point it's enough. That was good. That was pretty good. I'll get that. At <laughs> one point it's enough, man. Come on, let's let's cut this out. Uh, anyway, Julie Hart wins. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, the, the best part. Swerve's house
1: ain't a fucking
0: Ric Flair. Woo. It's not. Yeah. It keeps keep pulling that shit out. Um, the best part of this match, however, has to be Sky Blue and the oofness with her heel turn. Um, I'm all about it. She nearly gave me heart palpitations. <laughs> all about it. We had the patriarch. Christian Cage, your champion, your TNT champion, taking on with with <laughs> I, I love the 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 description Mother Wayne. It's Mother Wayne and Nick Wayne taking on the radar to superstar Adam Copeland. Um, the place popped hard when uh, Beth Phoenix came on the mic. <laughs> you think you know him, and he did his run back and forth, and uh, that whole thing. That he can actually make it to two sides. I know. now because <laughs> there's people on both sides now. You can actually you know see them both on both sides and then christian cage and the the patriarch on the screen father provider like the whole all the all the adjectives on the screen came up it was perfection <laughs> it was absolute perfection that that whole thing is amazing this whole this whole faction is amazing christian cage 2023 one of the the upsides of the year uh and then come this match as i texted the the entire group i'm i after the end of this match and watching Adam Copeland win his first title in AEW and after the match that they they put on which was a banger of a match and the entire arena was going absolutely ape shit for everything that was going through this match between just hit, hitting each other with each other's moves and Christian pulling off the 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 spear at the end there uh, uh edge doing the 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 splash off the the rail cr- cracking Nick Wayne the whole thing Ooh. going to the audience The whole thing was just absolutely incredible, being there live.
1: I want to know what the pop was in the arena for the fire. So
0: the fire spot.
1: So, of course, Nick Wayne. I'm Uh, sorry for both fire
0: spots, dumbasses. Yeah, so, so Nick Wayne apparently. You
1: need to use kerosene, you
0: dummies. They didn't put enough lighter fluid on the table. So it didn't really, it, it lit, and then it f- faded out, and the crowd booed. <laughs> booed, like you've never heard a boo before. Like someone just there died. Was so much lighter fluid. So it was, the, and then Edge being like, I've been in this before, you know, I, I fought Mick Foley in this. Just doused the entire table, and sure enough, boom, it lit up, the crowd went absolutely nuts, and then for Nick Wayne to go through, not through the table, but for it to not break, ouch kabibbles. Ouch like i felt that from from this from section 200 it was very painful to watch i'm such an idiot i know i played on tv but it looked very painful to watch
1: i just realized why it didn't work Hmm. yes it was because the fucking fire went out but the fire went out because they were using those goddamn metal lighter fluid cans okay if you recall a few years back one American nightmare Cody Rhodes took on Andrade where Brandy Rhodes came out and lit a table on fire. Mm. She, if I'm not mistaken, was using the yellow plastic bottle of Ronson Sonnel Ron lighter fluid. That thing just goes up. That thing just fucking goes. goes. She's not using Zippo-branded lighter right. fluid. <laughs> correct. That's correct. Now, if you and the key part of this is you can actually get a good grip on that and squeeze a ton of it out and it would work perfectly so moral of the story if you're going to do a flaming table spot ron's lighter fluid let me
0: write it down okay next time i have a table spot i'll remember that pass it on to your buddy I'm, i'm literally texting all my friends so (laughs) we ha- <laughs> they had that spot. I, again, I don't know how to play it on TV, but it looked very painful that it didn't break. Uh, I also enjoyed the Boston Crab apply with the chair. I never, I've never seen that before. That was innovative. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the, the, the metal rod in the mouth uh, spot. Um, we've seen that one before, though. We've seen that before, but it always just looks very painful. Uh, after, let's see here. So we had uh, Nick, Nick Wayne light in the table. Uh Copeland spears Cage, puts more lighter fluid on the table, then he power bombs Nick uh, off the apron through the the burning table. Uh, Christian tries to to attack him with the belt, um, and and then Edge, I'm just going to call him Edge, uh, blocks it and stops Christian in his tracks with a low blow, uh, and then Copeland hits Christian with, with his own move, the kill switch, and we have a new TNT champion in Adam Copeland, and who appears out of nowhere after that but Luchasaurus. I mean, kill Wait, no,
1: no, no. What was your text? Go.
0: Oh, right. So then I said, "Where is it?" I was. I'm basically. I'm glad to have been here to see the best match of the year, and I stand by that.
1: <laughs> I stand by. Oh, oh, this was it. I got it. The best
0: match. Okay, hold on. The best match of the year that I saw live. Go ahead. What did I say?
1: He said, "I witnessed live my favorite match of the year. Live
0: that was that was. I prefaced it by saying live. I witnessed live my favorite match of the year. Now, if I watch it on TV, hold on. If I watch it on TV, (laughs) I'm sure I would like I would love it too because it was the match itself was great.
1: That's fine. That's fine. But you texted that immediately after the match ended at 10:40 because the match was great and I saw it live. Yeah, right. And then and then the bullshit happened." And then and then and then at 10:43, I texted you. People only remember the finish.
0: <laughs> I said live. I saw the best match of the year. I I did. I stand by that. I will die, I will die on that hill. Best match I've seen live all year was that match. The finish, however, absolutely sucked because Killswitch coming in to choke slam uh, Adam Copeland. And he had the, he, basically, you could cash in. He had the he had the briefcase in his hand, which was a piece of paper, <laughs> and in the binder. Like piece, it's it looks stupid. The binder piece of paper. He, he basically was going to cash it. And Christian, being Christian, I don't know what he said. I again, I don't know if it, it was heard on TV, but he said something to Kill Switch as Kill, as Kill Switch was was hemming and hawing and contemplating and and basically didn't want to hand over his title shot to uh, to Christian. Christian basically whispers something to Kill Switch. He hands over the contract. Cage cashes in, hits a Kill Switch, and or a Spear, and uh, defeats Adam Copeland
1: to be a two-time TNT champion. Christian just goes, <laughs> I was the one that killed all your parents and all of the dinosaurs. <laughs> you belong to me now. And the Luchasaurus is like, ah, fuck. All right. Oh, it's you. it was you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> He, it was me, Kill Switch. Oh, that's what he did. It was me, Kill Switch. It was me all along. All along. <laughs> I killed your
0: family. I'm the meteor. <laughs> I'm the asteroid of death. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> that's a by the way,
1: that, that would be a cool uh cool
0: moniker. It's the asteroid of death.
1: The asteroid of death. Christian Keech. You have to be a big dude. That's like that's something you know what you know who that's for? Mm. Bronson Reed. There you go, the asteroid of death. So we have an, the new champion, the patriarch,
0: <laughs> Christian Cage. Uh, the whole gimmick is just absolutely, just one of the best heels, heel, uh, f- factions and characters of 2023. Uh, I didn't know da- Brian Danielson was on uh, commentating until he came on the screen, and everybody in the arena was like, "When the hell did he get there?" I don't know if he came in the dark or what during the the uh, uh, during the vignette, but he all of a sudden just popped up out of nowhere. Uh, it for seemed the... like
1: they had a rotating cast of a third slash fourth mic on the commentating team. do they really? Yeah, hmm. a couple matches was was Jr. or something, and then Taz was on a couple of them. Jr. no and... nah, maybe not Jr. I was say, no, JR. you would have seen Jr. <laughs> I heard now that... that I think about it, we we all would have seen the JR,
0: Sooner yeah. music would have hit at least at one point. Yeah, it, yeah
1: absolutely. Um, yeah. Eddie King, fuck the Sooners. My, <laughs> that's just, that's just, I'm sorry. Oh, so, you got Texas Carvon on today, brother. Getting aggressive. Uh, Eddie Kingston taking on. John we Moxley. lost last. We lost last night, right? Or two nights ago, right? It, I'm mourning a little bit. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was. We were supposed to win the championship. That was tough. OT. <laughs> OT. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it must have been hard for you. Uh, Eddie Kingston taking on John Moxley for the Continental Classic Championship. Championship. Champion. Championship. Uh, Tom, I'm champion. Champion. I am champion uh the idea of eddie doing anything technical is uh, i love getting to death but it's very comical and i just love that we just keep back, back
1: bitch slapping each other to to death it's like it's having it's like asking him to get the right pitch in a prince song it's impossible so it's impossible <laughs> what do you do
0: you just slap the shit out of him and uh basically get the win off of DDTs and chops and backhands and all that good stuff. He got the win off of a a spinning backhand, and we have a new Continental Champion. The belt looks cool. It's just we have another – we
1: have our 15th belt in AEW. I don't know if it's 15th. Yeah, but I I do like this belt.
0: The belt looks good.
1: I wish it had a little more, like, silver in it to pop it the way the AEW – like most other AEW titles do. I feel like this one is just all gold. Mm -hmm.
0: I like it. I don't know if they're trying to trying to uh, be, it compares compares to uh, Seth Rollins' belt, in the all goldness. But uh, I, I like the belt anyway. Well, even
1: that, it's still got a giant silver W in the middle, right? You don't have anything like nothing. Even the freaking letters on the thing are all I don't know. Maybe it's dark gold. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I gotta take a look at it. I
1: like the belt. I really like the belt. Yeah, I'm just saying. I think he could pop a little more. Okay, he likes the pop. Uh, congratulations. Oh, I love that. my life is just seeking a pop.
0: <laughs> I'm all about the pop.
1: I'm all about the pop. Eddie
0: Kingston is your Continental Classic champion. You champion, and so now he's just the now he's a belt collector. <laughs> he's just uh, holding all the belts. So good on good on him.
1: Uh, he's the first modern day Triple Crown winner. Yo, oh, baby. He, he's from upstate. He is. This is what got me. We, I'm a huge sucker for nostalgia in history mm. the thing that got me when it came to Eddie winning was he is now going to forever be etched in history as the first ever Continental Champion <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious
0: yeah uh, we have a International we have a Continental if we could
1: just tonight we're gonna party like it's nineteen ninety nine. Everybody, yeah. yeah. Get in here. Get, <laughs> give me a beer. Give me that beer. Yeah. When uh, doves
0: cry, bitches, doves cry.
1: Eddie Kingston. I'm Wait, kidding. didn't I kick you out?
0: <laughs> get out of here. This is what it sounds like when doves cry. Congratulations, Eddie Kingston. Uh if we can have the continental champion and the uh international champion have a fight. Orange, Cassidy, and that we can merge the two belts together and then have an intercontinental And it
1: become the intercontinental champion, yes, I was just thinking about that. And then, and, and then Triple H has to sue. And, and it'll you know. be like the first legitimate kind of intercontinental
0: <laughs> it, it really would.
1: <laughs> After all these years, we finally have
0: a legit belt. Good Lord. It, it's an, another belt. I would love if we could do some research and find out exactly how many belts AEW has.
1: It's got to be between all, all ROH and AEW. I need both. See, I think looking back on it, the TNT title—you need to merge that with something. Um, I think that's the one that should be merged with like the international or the continental title. Hmm.
0: Do something because it's it's just absolutely absurd.
1: Um, well, TNT, TNT is a is a Turner's an American thing, so you have it with the uh continental title. I'll be down for that. Because you only get Turner Sports in America, Canada, and Mexico, I think. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you're, and then also Eddie carries around that, so he's got
0: four belts now. Yeah. <laughs> he's got to put one around his waist. I mean, you can't have all these belts on your shoulders and then carry
1: another one. One he? Well, he needs to get the belt extender. <laughs> merge them. Merge them all. Uh, your main events. You can't merge them all. It's a fucking New
0: Japan one over there. Come on, man. It's it's way too many. Main event. AEW World Champion MJF versus Samoa Joe, and I absolutely love that vignette that uh, MJF had.
1: Oh yeah! Introducing uh, Long Island and all the spots. You were gonna say, "I'm sorry, bro." That every I'll get to it. Any every single spot that MJF mentioned in that fucking promo mm-hmm. popped hard for it because I go, "I know that spot."
0: Have you been? To Moses? I know that spot. Have you been?
1: I know that spot.
0: Like the pizzeria. Have you been to that pizzeria?
1: No, but I've heard of it. Okay. I think I have to go now. Yeah. I'm sure they got huge numbers in, in business after that. Oh, yeah. L. I baby. But uh, the only thing I have to say about the match in its entirety, sure. which includes the finish, my friend. Okay. Just one word. The finish of the match, not the finish of the friendship. Or the finish of everything. Okay cinema cinema that's it mm-hmm. i thought it was so well executed that i don't think you could have done much else other than that sure could have dragged it on to wednesday <laughs> absolutely which they are then do the whole lights flicker and lights go out and then all of them are in the ring blah 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 blah, blah. but how long before all of them are holding gold Exactly like the undisputed era. I mean, he has that plus one now, doesn't he? Yes.
0: No, he has. Yeah, that plus one. Yes. Yeah. No. Yes. No. It was there's was five. Yes. There's five now. There was f- four. 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 Damn it! All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ! If you don't listen, to I me. keep forgetting about uh, Bobby.
1: You forget about Bobby. Bobby Fish. Yeah, it's the greatest wrestling name ever. <laughs> Bobby Fish.
0: Mr. Fish. So the main event happens here, and uh, he comes out, and he takes off his robe, and he has just the biggest bullseye on his shoulder with that big black <laughs>
1: shoulder. Uh, uh, was there ice in there? No, I think it's more like a kind of like a half sling just with, to kind of prop it up, keep it in place. Wasn't like that's the, why you saw him kinetic taper kind of have to pull when he was going to, to fireman carry Joe. Yeah. He kinda had to pull one arm up. It's like when you're doing your max weight at the gym mm-hmm. and you kinda have to get both arms just to pull the one arm down, and then you can do <laughs> it, and you're like, all right. Whew, we got it. We're there. <laughs> yep. So there's that. Uh
0: so it's support. It's, it's it's like a push-up prop. For your shoulder. Uh, oh, by the way, and for the very awkward pause of uh, nothing. This before it's all about the boom hits and Adam Cole trapes his way down, crutches and all, down the ramp. It tra- makes. I way- thought he was
1: going to. What, what I really wished was for a Kevin Nash spot, which was the wheelchair coming down with a blanket over it. No. <laughs> and then just taking off the blanket and getting up he stands up that's that would have been fucking great i thought it, was a, it would have been two on the nose i thought
0: he was doing that while he was standing on the apron but apparently no he's still very much hurt uh-huh so
1: kudos to mjf by i just the way, I for wonder it. how long how how long was this dragged out because of the injury well the belts or did been, this come about because of the injury
0: the belts had to be dragged out too. His, the ROH belts had to be dragged out, and just they just made the obvious, all in hindsight, move. Tony Khan give I'll, I'll give credit where credit is due, in giving the belts to the masked men, because at some point they were going to be revealed, and it would just all make sense. Um, but
1: yeah, I it thought was, one of the masked men was Jay White at first. I knew, but then because of the long hair and shit. But then I realized it was just uh.
0: Matt Taven. Somebody online pointed out weeks ago that one of the masked men had these particular boots that had a scuff on them. And sure enough, later in the night or earlier in the night, Wardlow had the same boots on with the scuff on them. So that was that one was already pointed out. Uh, what?
1: I could point out Wardlow from a mile away. <laughs> um,
0: OK. OK. <laughs> everybody. Everybody's always you know, armchair. Literally your armchair quarterback right now. As no. we know, As we now know who everybody is.
1: I said one of them was Wardlow because one of them is built, like one of them had a strapping chest. Pause. But that man's tits look great. Okay, you can't pause
0: before the fact. It's no, it's already said. Now it's out there. There's no pause. All right, pause. No, it's too late. Now it's already said. Congratulations. You love, man but tits. for real though, you
1: look at, <laughs> you see someone like Wardlow built like that in a fuck. Regardless if he's wearing a fucking turtleneck or not, mm-hmm. you go. I feel like I've seen that dude before. You didn't think that once? You enjoy, just me. You enjoy mantids. Well, I work on my own, man. <laughs> you enjoy your own mantis. I want to see what other people are working with so I know what to strive for. Good for you. Uh,
0: MJF with the uh, uh, hit him with a low blow, signaled for the, the ring. Now, of course, this is where all shit just goes off the rail. When he asked for the ring from Adam Cole, the dynamite diamond ring, and Cole is doing the worst acting job I've ever seen in my entire life. Again, from easily you know, 150 yards away. I could see that he was just he could not get the ring. Fumbled, and by the angle that we were sitting at, we see the ring on the floor. And he could easily have just hobbled his ass over, picked it up, and put it on the apron. But nope, he did not. And Samoa Joe goes for the buster of all busters and takes him out and MJF loses to Samoa Joe. We have a new champion and he jetted out. He could not have left that ring any quicker than he did. And everybody and Joe next to me is like, well, what's happening? Something's weird. And sure enough, you see from the left side off camera, you guys didn't see it, but on through the arena on the stage left, side, left. to our left, we see people walking, running in. Is that ring. not stage left? It would be, I guess, my stage left. Okay. The actual stage was over there. There's that would be that would be stage right. Anyway. That's a good point. Semantics. Some, some They're coming from our left. <laughs> and they come and in, run into the ring. They attack MJF. They hold down Adam Cole. And God, if Tony Khan doesn't get a hard on with doing a lights out situation on every single fucking uh AEW event, lights go out come back and i do have to give credit for the setup because it was just perfectly done adam cole sitting in the chair head down hair over his face and all the masked men are standing behind him and he looks up and i i could i in looking back and seeing video of it watching mjf's reaction because his back was to us um but just now but we could see adam cole's reaction and him putting his head up throwing the hair back and all the masks come off and the reveal of the devil And his masked men Roderick Strong, Mike Bennett Matt Taven and Wardlow And the, the payoff is here We have the payoff The only thing I may have done differently And Roderick Strong just giving MJF The the crackest of knees right to the face Like there was no pullback on that one Go ahead I'm sorry
1: The only thing I may have done differently Was to have Adam actually cost him the match mm. Well he did and give him the ring. Yeah, but in a in a more direct way, where he kind of doesn't realize it, costs him the match. Like if if Adam had on the ring and maybe knocked fucking Max in the face or some shit, mm-hmm. then the lights go out after the match is over. Which yes, they did. Then when they come back on, just have it play out the same way. Okay, but I thought it was I thought it was pretty well done. I loved it. Like I said, cinema, the cinema, the the drama. I too, like Tony Khan, have a hard on for a good lights out situation <laughs> because they had a lot of them. There was, we had
0: uh, you know, uh we had King come in. We had uh, Julia Hart with the blackout. We had this situation with the blackout. Just a lot of, a lot of black out blacking outs. So Adam Cole tonight on Dynamite is uh, going to be on there and giving
1: his reason as to why he did what he did. When the uh, lights go out, I go six at midnight. What were you saying?
0: <laughs> Full attention. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. The uh, Adam Cole is going to explain what's going on with him today Adam Cole is going to explain why he did what he did
0: okay. uh, tonight on on Dinamite. and uh, and yeah, I I got to tell you, I if I if I didn't plan to have to to uh, to work tonight, uh, I would be there. Tonight. Uh, so yeah, so I I'm 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 kind of sad that we are not doing dynamite. I gotta tell you, uh, I'm a little little for clamped. I feel like at the next AEW event that comes to the area, we have to do that to make up for this. We but do. I I feel like this would have been a good one to attend because as a everything unit. that happened to, as a world end, uh, I would have appreciated to have seen the aftermath uh, tonight. But case it wrong
1: And judging by uh, the timeline of it all, probably sometime around May, March or May. Isn't that isn't that a, Yeah, I looked up the Jeff Hardy Darby Allen situation yeah. from earlier on in the episode. Sure. And uh that was it, it'll be two years ago in May, I think, or March. It it's one of those M months.
0: <laughs> one of them months. Uh that was all A dub. That was a lot of A dubs. Um their their pay per view. Now to network television premium live events called day one. And really, nothing going on uh, for day one here. Uh, <laughs> but no, nah, nothing going on. Uh, nothing absolutely going on. But yeah, nothing. Other than the fact that uh, Becky Lynch and Nia Jax put out a banger. I I, I I tell you what, day one was absolutely amazing. Nia Jax, Becky Lynch putting on a banger uh, with Nia Jax. I did
1: like that match. I David wish I would have gotten a my whole
0: shout out. It would have been nice. That would have been very nice. But we have, at some point we'll get that that call back. Listen, we had a, this this whole match was a callback from five years ago when we started this this uh podcast 200 episodes ago and she got her face cracked a lot of happened a, a lot of things happened Those uh, stuff that
1: I just realized that is actually the precipice of it we were taught that was right before Becky won the did she yeah she won the Rumble she won the Rumble and then went out to win Mania that Royal Rumble that we were talking about in the intro of this episode in particular mm-hmm. was the one that Becky Lynch won right after she became the man
0: and i think funny enough i think I, I also questioned why you didn't go to that many many either it's funny how this all is cyclical
1: all works hey out. listen um, at the last one moving on. I, I was broke i had no what's, choice i could not go and you just got a sweet
0: december uh a bonus i'm not trying to get into your pocket what's your excuse now uh, exactly uh, uh <laughs> becky lynch right <laughs> i still don't understand uh you want to
1: hear something funny sure always real quick my mom called me the other day and she she was at work and i guess there's this new like one of the kids used to be in the school now he's in college and he's working part-time at the front desk or whatever she called me and she's like hey joe guess who i'm with and i was like who and she told me and i'm like okay it's like oh he's a big wrestling fan he's looking to go on tuesday I'm like, oh, interesting. Gonna go watch CM Punk and Dom. This was right, right, you know, at Christmas time. Oh, for Christmas, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gonna go see, you know, CM Punk and Dom and all that stuff. And he's like, yeah, it should be a good time. Oh, working the summer to, you know, get some money so I can go to Philly and in. in For WrestleMania. Good for him. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's great, blah, blah. blah." And she goes, yeah, your mom told me you're not going. Well, I go, I'm like, yeah, I can't. And that's the difference between being in college and being 30. I can't be going on that shit. Mm. (laughs) I got to work. What do you want me to do? Take a day off. He was the best guy (laughs) around. What about the murders? What murder? What murder? Oh, been, uh, been. but i got too many days to take off it's just a whole thing i will be honest with you after raw day one mm. i am a little more a, a little more upset that i'm not going <laughs> Damn it. Whoa, those fucking eyes yeah. jesus christ <laughs> that scared the shit out of me i didn't look at the laptop for I was... a couple seconds and-
0: I'm looking for an actual response because you have yet to give me a, re- a real reason, except for today. It only took 200 episodes. Finally, thank you, thank you very much for being honest with me and the people. I've
1: said this. I you didn't wait, say anything in about my work. Head,
0: I've said nothing different. You, you haven't said you've said nothing about work. That work was the the, the issue and the reason why. You oh, it's you,
1: not the issue, okay. but it's the excuse I'm giving.
0: <laughs> so what's what's the actual reason? I want to I want to know right now.
1: There is really no reason. I just, uh, I genuinely don't know. Mm. If I, listen. So weird. If I could, if I had the tickets already, I would have tried to figure something out as far as going to
0: Philly. I'll buy you tickets right now. Please don't. Here we go. Ticketmaster. Please don't. Uh, Moving on. Shinsuke Nakamura, the the vignettes that he has with the. It pains
1: me that I cannot be in Philadelphia for it. It's pay- your excuse to pay me. You want to know what's? The, you want to know? You want to know why? I, you know what? No, you, you've
0: you've held out this long. This has to be a reason. So I'm gonna basically say no. I don't want to know. No, I'll
1: tell you. But now you want to tell me? I'll tell you. Go ahead. I ain't going if my boy ain't going. Cool. If Steven's not coming, I'm not going. Why is he not going? Because if I'm going to my first WrestleMania, mm. he's gonna be coming with me. So why isn't he going? Because he can't. He's got a fucking kid. <laughs> he's got a he's got a baby. He's got a wife too. The wife's there. He's he got, got, got a, a wife and a baby. And the parents can stay are home. there. You can have a couple people over. The parents are
0: there. What murder? Come on, stop. <sighs> There's people. There's people. There's people that can watch a kid.
1: Bring the kid. I ain't going if my boy ain't going. Bring the
0: kid. Yeah, that's that's not the reason. Stop it. That's the reason. You're finding, you're finding excuses left and right. I got one ticket right now to dynamite. You going? You going? If I go, would you go? If you go, I'll go. Okay, but you wouldn't go to WrestleMania without Steven. Yeah. Got
1: it. None of this makes sense. Because Dynamite's not WrestleMania. <laughs> it's an experience. Dynamite's
0: an Neither experience. Neither of
1: us have been to a WrestleMania. <sighs> really? Yeah. Now, see, now the eyes are back. What? No yeah.
0: Well,
1: what about what about a, a, just a pay per view in general? WWE. I'll be honest with you. I don't exactly. No, he's been to. pay-per-view. We know he's been to a fucking pay per view without me, asshole. Which one? The one that he didn't go to you with you two, fuckhead. What? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm talking about AEW's full gear pay per view two years ago. Oh,
0: I know. I said WWE, fuckhead. Oh.
1: I'm sorry. I apologize. Damn okay. Culpa. All right. <laughs> Damn, that yeah, he's gone to shows and shit. Anyway. But that was also when I was broke. Got it.
0: And now you're not. Now you're just flush with cash.
1: Well, no, 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 no. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves, okay? Flush. I'm doing better. Flush. Still broke. Doing better.
0: Like a toilet. Flush it.
1: Uh, Let's see here. No, that's my problem.
0: It's practically what I do with my money. Yeah, flush it on the toilet. On weed pens and
1: cigarettes. Hey, Stop it. I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. <laughs>
0: anymore. Anyway, moving on. Cody Rhodes. Don't smoke them any less. Ayo. Hey yo. Hi, yo.
1: I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. Dick. I don't want that out there.
0: Nakamura. <laughs> and these vignettes with Cody Rhodes.
1: But uh, it won't take me a lot to go back. What Are you
0: saying? <laughs> I'm just I'm moving forward. Uh Nakamura and Cody Rhodes and vignettes. Uh, I, I'm all about this whole thing. This whole this whole uh feud is Been absolutely insane. I would love love to hear on Twitter, Sun Slam Show, if you were at the MSG show, how the um, the bull rope match went. Because I would love to have seen that actually, or if there's if there's video of it online, I like to
1: watch it. Uh, Moving on, Uh, the should have brought out Coliseum video. (laughs) They should have brought a closed circuit where people in New York could watch it. If we can
0: get a closed circuit uh, with uh, sponsored by IcoPro, I'd be all about it. Just everything. (laughs) Everything 80s and 90s, just bring it all back. Coliseum Video and, and
1: IcoPro present day one. Bring back the WWE Cafe in Times Square, too, while we're at it. And Fuck just it. All of it. Just bring all the shit back.
0: All the shit that cost you millions of dollars that you didn't see any profit on. Bring all that shit back. Uh, the best segment of the night, by far, at least for me, has to be R-Truth and this whole Judgment Day thing. Uh, just kudos to him and being R-Truth and him... <laughs>
1: You mean the reformation of the awesome truth? The reformation of the awesome truth. The guys while, who got arrested on Monday Night Raw, while in cahoots with Dominic
0: Mysterio, giving him the wink, <laughs> with Miz standing a foot away from him, just absolutely brilliant. And him standing in the in the neutral corner, um, him going after JD McDonough and Dominic going after him, but then him being in the in the, in the side of Judgment Day, getting tagged in by JD McDonough. The whole the whole thing was just genius. I found it very funny. Um, Rhea Ripley and Ivy Nile uh, For the Women's World Championship God, what, what a great match and, and Ivy Nile just put on a show And and kudos to, to Rhea Ripley for putting her over The way she did uh, But again, every single match Was, was just so good tonight um, With pay, uh, Premium live event level matches Yeah uh, On day one we had our return Of a, a former world champion In Jinder Mahal It's good to see him back Golf clap Good to see him back. I had nothing else happened on that segment. Uh let's see what else here. Shane and Baszler and Zoe Stark. I mean, mean, yeah, we might have had the, the rock up here. Good lord. Uh the, the pops. The the pop hard that I had. And you mean
1: future president elect Mr. Dwayne Mr. Johnson, Dwayne right? Dwayne
0: Johnson. If if is he talking about when he's when he has that segment after and saying sitting at a you know at the bar or you know sitting at a at a, a booth. How long did it take you? It took me until he said it. Really? Yeah, I, I was not catching on. Not catching on. I, mean, I know a lot of people I mean felt this. it, they knew it the second that he was starting to speak, but I, for some reason, I maybe it was because I was high, but yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't know.
1: I mean this with everything inside of me. Sure, as you normally do. I swear on my grandmother's grave, Oh, okay? okay. Makes peace. you rest in peace. Rest in peace. The second he said, should I sit at the bar? Mm. I go, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no sir
1: no no uh, what are we doing rock uh. <laughs> don't do us like this please. tell me tell me rock please yeah. then he goes or should I sit oh wait what did he say should I sit at a booth when he said booth I go okay hang on should
0: I sit at the bar should I sit at the booth sit at the bar
1: then I figured he goes let me, let me go should I sit at the bar to try to get a pop from the crowd and all that shit because I think everyone in the crowd had no fucking idea the same as you yeah. you heard booth and you go are we getting something about no, fucking hoontang pie? Like, what's going on? We were they were silent for the booth. They
0: popped a little bit for the bar, but I think they were popping because it was the bar. They really didn't because know. it was the bar. Yeah, no, because <laughs> it was
1: the rock talking about drinking. Right, right. And yep. then when he said, "Or should I sit at the head of the table?" <laughs> exactly, sounded exactly like that, and the crowd I, went absolutely nuts. I silently just sat there and shook my head in agreement. I go yes, Rock.
0: You missed this match yes, at Mania. I, I hope you. I hope you never go to an, a single WWE event in your entire life, because if, me they, too. if they don't do it, me too. If they do this anywhere but Mania, I'd be shocked. There is rumor of that going down, possibly either well, not possibly, but at in in Aussie, Aussie land in
1: elimination chamber. Let uh, me run this by you. Sure, please. Okay. Yeah. The whole Rock, uh, Rock. I almost said Rock Austin. The whole Rock Roman being in uh, Australia, mm-hmm. in Perth, <laughs> I wholeheartedly believe mm-hmm. that the only reason that rumor became a thing is because those people starting the rumor are... The people who were going, oh, Cody should have won at WrestleMania 39. And if he's not winning at WrestleMania 40, it's just completely stupid and blah, 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 blah. It's all these different type of keyboard warriors, per se, that are thinking they they know exactly what's booking. We're talking about... <clears throat> sorry, need to clear my throat again. We're talking about The Rock. Okay, The Rock is not going Okay, let me let me rephrase that. Mm. The Rock may be at the Elimination Chamber. Rock versus Roman, the, quite possibly one of the biggest matches in WWE history is not taking place at the Elimination Chamber. Rock versus Roman oh. will take place in WrestleMania 40. In Philadelphia, where the basis of this whole thing started that I pointed out years ago. Did I not, Christopher? You did. For the ones that did not listen or hear that, remind. The second, (laughs) Uh. the second that we found out that Rock versus Roman was not taking place in Los Angeles, we knew where WrestleMania 40 was going to be. And the second we knew where WrestleMania 40 was going to be, I said to everyone on this program right here.
0: <laughs> he is so upset. Yes. go ahead.
1: <laughs> that the rock versus Roman reigns should, I didn't say will. I mean, I probably did. I'm an arrogant son of a bitch. It should take place in Philadelphia mm-hmm. because Royal rumble 2015. I've been talking about it forever roman couldn't even get the greatest one of one of the greatest to get him over in the most hostile wrestling territory in quite possibly the world very true
0: fast forward eight nine years philadelphia
1: Uh, uh, yeah fast forward eight nine years this whole fucking story has come full circle when that happened all of us just sat there wondering why the fuck was the rock coming out just to celebrate with his cousin that he won the royal rumble and then got booed out of the fucking place so this is an eight-year process is what you're saying yeah okay. basically i mean it's not that far-fetched fucking becky and and naya was a five-year process but that just took place on a premium live event level monday episode of monday night Raw. truth <laughs> But yeah, rock versus Roman needs to take place in Philadelphia it, it and, and people are, people are talking about Australia because it's close to the Island of Samoa and stuff like that. And they have such a different type of respect and view of the Samoan culture and all that stuff in Australia. And it's like, uh, okay, sure. You're absolutely <laughs> correct. All of that might be true. Uh-huh. They may have a more better more better knowledge and respect of the samoan culture in australia yes rugby games they do the haka okay yes he did say more better go on <gasps> fuck damn it your whole um, point, your whole point now is going to be developed i know more better go on. uh but yeah the it, it, you're talking about a match on the level of rock hogan yeah. you're talking about a match on the level of Rock Austin.
0: So, what are we doing with, with uh, Reigns and and Cody?
1: It's not going to happen at WrestleMania. You it doesn't need to happen at WrestleMania. Lie, you lie. I'll do you one better. Yeah. I've, I think, I think I could have predicted this out. This is my Charlie Day board with all the different wires going everywhere, and me just looking at you all fucking crazy.
0: Philadelphia.
1: Yes, yes. Cody Rhodes' story is to finish his story about wanting to gift the WWE championship to his father, which he is no longer able to do Mm -hmm. the basis of Cody's story is number one, his father, number two, getting redemption for his father. Mm -hmm. So the basis of his story is his father. CM Punk, Mm -hmm. the basis of his story is main eventing WrestleMania. Cody Rhodes. Would have to have, when did he come? Two years ago? Correct. So Cody would have had to wait two and a half years to get what he finally wanted. If CM Punk can wait a year to get what he wants, this will all work out perfectly.
0: Now. 2025.
1: Yes, that would be CM Punk would main event WrestleMania 41. Mm -hmm. Okay? Hear me out. They're in Philadelphia. Yeah. Start WrestleMania night one with CM Punk versus versus uh, Seth Rollins for the title.
0: CM Punk versus Seth Rollins.
1: They like, like to have Seth in that first spot because it sets the tone of the night. Right. The main event of night one is a grudge match between Randy Orton and Cody Rhodes. Main event night two, Rock Roman. Oof, I don't like it. Here, wait, I'm not done. The story of Roman Reigns is the record, hmm. right? For him to be top three of all time in the record books, he would have to make it past SummerSlam of this year, I believe. Correct. And if he makes it past SummerSlam of this year, he is officially third place on the all time record for the longest WWE championship reign ever. I can't believe we're gonna pull this, like hold this on until okay SummerSlam. You have him go to SummerSlam, you have him win at SummerSlam. Hmm. Next big pay per view after SummerSlam is what? Uh Survivor the Series. The big one after SummerSlam, Survivor Series. Yes survivor series now again now a days is called survivor series war games war games war games war games is a match that Cody Rhodes's father invented
0: <laughs> so
1: you're saying he's gonna have you to have wait? Cody Rhodes defeat Roman reigns where Roman debuted at a match where it is now synonymous with Cody Rhodes's father you have Roman reigns lose the WWE undisputed Universal Championship to Cody Rhodes. At Survivor Series War Games this year, that cat creeped me the fuck out this now. <laughs> wow.
0: Look, look, look like He's just like right over my shoulder in cat. God. That is insane. That's very funny. That's the end of my spiel. Okay. With the cat over the shoulder. Um, so he's not going to win at 40. It's not like... No. It's also, it's also not, not, not a even random... He's
1: challenging for the
0: title at 40. It's also not a random mania. It's not like it's like 32. It's WrestleMania 40.
1: That's why it has to be Rock Roman. (sighs) That's why it has to be Cody. This is this is where
0: this is where you carry forward the story. Not about winning at WrestleMania. Why is why is War Games such a big deal? It's not. It wasn't. It was played up as very father Joe. It was played up so minimally. if Pat Patterson had a son. You'd have him win the fucking Rumble, wouldn't (laughs) you? You'd have him win the Rumble and the belt. I get it, and the IC belt. I understand that. I'm saying though, it's this is it's War Games. It's still not Mania. I don't care who made it. I don't care. They Talk about finish the story. you got to finish the story at Survivor Series. It's a nice little bow to put on it. But it was, it was played up so minimally at this War Games. Oh, he came. He, he His father comes in. He's, he's emotional. He, blah, blah, blah. Okay, that was it. That was the end of it. It wasn't like they played it up the entire thing. It have to be at WrestleMania. <sighs> this is a huge opportunity. Missed. I, I like not if it's The Rock versus Roman. I, that's, that's all well and good, but we're still doing. Do you know? I gotta get into, into my list here. Uh, Shayna Baszler is always Stark, defeating uh, Tegan Knox and Natalya.
1: I think we just saved the list for next week. If you ask me, uh, is that, that
0: you can actually come up with something <laughs> <laughs> that I'm doing the list. We're already two hours into this show, an hour and fifty in, and we haven't done the list. And we're talking bullshit about WrestleMania, and um, I'm getting I'm getting perturbed.
1: And I if, wouldn't say it's bullshit. I think I perfectly just fucking booked all of twenty twenty four. All right, you're welcome. But then Remember, I don't you watch. heard it on the Suns of Slam first.
0: I don't have to watch. We can we can do episode two hundred one uh, the 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 day after uh, Survivor New Series. New Year's Day twenty twenty five. The day after Survivor Series. <laughs> War Games twenty twenty four. We'll do. That's episode. what I come
1: on, and I was completely wrong, and I just had to sit there going, "So, uh, so I waited three hundred days for this, you asshole." <laughs> some not so chill shit happened last night. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Tegan Knox and Natalia lose and I'm sad for Tegan Knox I know Natalia is Natalia but I'm sad for Tegan Knox because I think they could do so much more with her and she's so good on the mic I, I think that it's 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 unfortunate what's happening with her anyway
1: I think they're just too scared about giving her any type of leash because she's kind of injury prone she is injury prone as well and this
0: also comes in the unfortunate spots <laughs> I guess it's it's women's wrestling unfortunately where you follow the fucking rock <laughs> and this is your spot in the card it, it, no, it there was no reaction there was no pop there was no nothing it was just there as
1: filler and that's unfortunate for all four or all four of them the uh the unfortunate thing about all of it is that uh if we don't have Tegan Knox injured we don't get Rhea Ripley now Well, that's some uh some callback, huh? Yeah. That's some, some deep callback. Tegan Knox got injured in her match against Rhea Ripley in the May Young Classic twenty sixteen, okay. I believe, something like that. But yeah, we don't we don't it without T, without Tegan Knox, there is no Rhea Ripley, which might be something to look into. That's all I'm saying. Tegan Knox was supposed to win that. That was twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen, sorry. So it was the second one. It wasn't the, and the first one was in 2017. That is correct. And then the Cruiserweight Classic was in 2016. Got that's, it. That's where her, no, nope. no, no, no. The UK tournament. That's where they did the first WWE UK champion. Shout out Pete Dunn.
0: <laughs> Who? Uh, Yeah, it looks like that was when Tegan Knox got her Stone Cold Knee Brace.
1: Was, uh... Her first Stone Cold Knee Brace. It was their first one out of the other. Her first one. First then she re injured it in, in NXT. She had to get a second one. Another one. Another one. Another but she one. is the girl with the shiniest wizard. And uh today she give her more. That's not a that's not a bad nickname for a Johnson. You know what I'm saying? Hello. Uh
0: Seth Rollins <laughs> and Drew McIntyre <laughs> for the World Heavyweight Championship. What a segue. Um did you, did you actually think it's at some point being that it was day one that they were gonna pull the trigger and have Damian Priest since his music hit cash in the money in the bank? A little bit. Yeah. I so did I, <laughs> so did I. I thought, a little bit, just to be like, thing. well, I thought it was an actual thing. Oh, shout out also to, well, I'll, I'll get into it in, in a second. Uh, Dominic Mysterio earlier with his his promo with uh, JD, um, and the crowd just giving him nothing, N- no time to speak. Uh, McIntyre, I'm a, I'm appreciating the heel uh, that is McIntyre. I appreciate that Rollins retained uh, a very good match, a very very good match uh, going forward. I want to see how unhinged now McIntyre gets uh, with this whole situation. So. That was day one. Me too. I, thanks, <laughs> thanks so much. That was day one, and I'm uh, thoroughly impressed between world and, and day one. Uh, my last three days of wrestling was all, out of 23 into 24, uh, all kinds of sexy. I, I'm, I'm greatly appreciating it. Since we're, again, two hours into the show, I want to quickly go over this list, and I'm going to do both bad and good. I have no order. Normally, I didn't order. I just threw everything on a page. And you can agree or disagree. We'll we'll talk briefly, and then we'll move on. Starting with bad. Um, <laughs> and, and part of this is also uh, my high notes, my wrestling nuggets thrown in here. Remember when McMahon took over Raw after Mania, and everybody was losing their <laughs> losing their absolutely ever loving minds because they were like, "Holy shit, he's back!" Yeah, that was that was a terrible thing. Uh, Theory and Cena, WrestleMania Night One. You're it, saying that was bad,
1: yeah. I mean, it
0: was Cena. I'm not saying the. I'm saying I'm saying the, the match and the outcome of it were bad. All right, nothing. It just went nowhere. It, it, it went absolutely nowhere. Cena put over, Theory. Cena put over Solo, and I feel more is going to come from Solo. I mean, he's he's still going to be, thrown up you know with the rocket anyway because he's part of the bloodline. But I th- I think more was given to Solo and that opportunity than this. Theory had nothing out of it. Um, I, I gotta, I gotta put it in there, and I'm, unfortunately, rest in peace. But LA Knight versus Bray Wyatt in the Mountain Dew Blackout Match. I thought that deserved more.
1: Well, now it does, especially now. I but fit- you mean, like in the moment, I liked it back then, kind of. Did you? Wow. The whole neon aspect of it. I didn't exactly. My Bray had all the fucking. Mm-hmm weird blackout face paint on and all that stuff i i i view it differently okay um and so you think everything the entirety of that
0: entire match, that match with everything that went inside the ring and also the wyatt six their interference and the whole thing with the 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 fall spot and the explosion like you think all that was great remember the finish
1: i i didn't say it was all great okay you said, you I said, said you I it. enjoyed it. You said you enjoyed it. You, I never you said, said it? it was great. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Semantics.
0: Uh speaking of Bray, losing both Bray and Terry Funk in the same week. Uh that
1: that, that consecutive week
0: consecutive days. That week got me, dude. Like for some like as a wrestling fan, anytime I, I l- we lose a wrestler, especially one that I'm so connected to, and I losing both. Like, Terry Funk in the 80s I was all about. Terry Funk in the 90s I was all about. Him going to ECW. Like, I I was a huge Terry Funk fan. And all his characters just played so well. And he just knew what to do in every situation and who to put over and how to put on a match. And he was just an absolute batshit crazy motherfucker. And I love that about him. Bray Wyatt was the same way. And he was so Absolute
1: batshit crazy motherfucker. And,
0: And he was the same exact way. And we lost him way too soon so that happening that same week absolutely sucked Baron Corbin and a lot of this again doing research and boom like oh my god this is absolutely correct uh, the Baron Corbin versus uh, Gable Steveson uh, NXT Great American Bash match because again it did absolutely nothing for Gable yikes nothing and if, if anything it made it worse and he, you haven't seen him since uh, Jeff Jarrett versus Jeff Hardy in the AEW Fight for the Fallen Texas Chainsaw Massacre match
1: yeah, that one was bad.
0: <laughs> Leatherface appearing to murder Karen Jarrett. Uh, Jay Lethal hitting Jeff Jarrett you with a You bring actual... up some very good points, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Lethal hits Jeff Jarrett with an actual hammer while Jeff is fighting uh Singh in overalls. Um, uh, Yeah, and then the, the them having a belt. They actually had a, a, a chainsaw belt uh, oh with Leatherface coming bringing it out. That was a thing. That actually happened in AEW uh that that by the way i and this on a side note i even put this down just remembering this now that i put on par with anything wcw did in the last two years of of its existence like uh you mean
1: anything jeff jarrett did in the last two years of wcw (laughs)
0: yes or like the judy bagwell on a forklift match or the viagra on a pole match yes these were actual matches If you if you did not see them um let's see what else here hang on
1: viagra on a pole really i don't remember that one yeah
0: there was a viagra on a pole match Look, look it up um I'm good moving on. <laughs> moving on uh
1: the continued first one to get hard loses <laughs>
0: yeah i mean i guess that would be it i, I don't know what the, what they were thinking the continued death of the AEW women's division i that's all i put i just put because that was a, that was a nugget <laughs> that i had um it seems like the the further they go the more they take steps back and when they lost jamie hater that was a huge loss uh, especially the way they they had, they dropped it from oh her. Oh my God. Jamie Hader. Yeah. Remember her? The way they dropped Oof. it from her because she was. How can I forget? She got squashed by Tony Storm. That was her first AEW run. um but We haven't seen um uh, Britt Baker in forever. uh it, it just seems like there's nothing going on anywhere with the women's division. And it's a shame because they, they have a really good roster. uh Jack Perry saying, Crimey River <laughs> at AEW All In, which, you know. One hand washed the other in that situation. And that you led... didn't like that? I I I liked it in the moment. I didn't like what it led to because okay. it, unfortunately for Tony Khan, it led to having to fire CM Punk. You haven't seen Jack Perry since all in. You haven't seen him since. And you lost him to your competitor in WWE. So that moment led to a trickle-down effect that kind of fucked over AEW. <laughs> more than it should have especially for their biggest pay-per-view of the year which was all in it just put another damper on something that was really good and then it was this little asterisk but wait there's another fight that involves CM punk
1: you uh, also forget it's when uh tony khan was most fe- fearful for hang on i'll it. get it, try it i'll try get it. it try it again try it again it's when tony khan was most fearful for his life <laughs> which is what he said that didn't help either posting that and saying that at
0: the it like just fearful for your life dude really like is that why Jack Perry's not around because he's still fearful for his life around him
1: it's only fair. with a wrestler who's never like drinking or taking drugs
0: fearful for your life really interesting have you seen him fight like really fight M- MMA he's he's terrible yeah
1: anyway as I wear yeah as I literally wear the shirt please view exhibit one so. Oh, <laughs> as I rep as I rep, Punk. He was absolutely terrible in in MMA. View Exhibit One, One Mickey Gall versus CM Punk. Oof, oofa,
0: eyeball almost popped out of his head. Uh, how about we something we saw? Uh, uh, we, were you there? Yeah, I th- yeah, we saw this live with Moxley getting concussed.
1: Yes. Yeah. I'm when uh, Ray Phoenix won the inter, no, no try international it. championship. There you go. Yeah, Moxie getting concussed and um, uh, Brad Redfro
0: just being... No, that wasn't Brad. I'm sorry. Let me me not give him credit for something he didn't do. Uh, Rick Knox. That was it. Rick Knox not pulling the trigger and and ending that match and them continuing on with concussion. Just awkward. And then the ending of... The whole thing was just terrible. Um, Speaking of WrestleMania 40 against The Rock, Roman Reigns and his invisible title reign.
1: You mean invisible? Um, So,
0: (laughs) can't see it. Do you know how many times he's put up the belt last year? 11. You
1: sure? Last year? Yeah.
0: For the actual title? Oh, for the actual title? Yeah. Three. You're close. Five. Five times. He also, at some point, was going for the tag titles with. Solo. Uh, so he had eleven matches last year. He had eleven matches. Five of them were for the title, and one of them was for the tag titles with with Solo. So there was that. Um, there's there's got to be some sort of reason as to why it's continuing, and it has to do with streaks, as you mentioned before. Now that that's my bad for for all of it. Now my good. Uh, again, all in list here. Uh, Chad Gable getting his time congratulations to uh, to coach gable also leading the pack as far as uh, heels go dirty dom just being absolutely uh, amazing and being the biggest heel not only of wwe but of all professional wrestling uh followed by i am i'm, I'm going to give Callis a 1a christian cage 1b
1: does that sound right or or do you want to i would disagree with that okay go on i would give christian the 1a Okay. I can Don the one B. I I could flip flop it. What's well, actually two A and two B. Because Dom Mysterio right. is far and above everyone else.
0: All right. Uh the rise of Swerve Strickland. I, I love that he's getting so over now. Uh Backlash and Babon. That oh pay- my god, that was this year. That was his year. That pay per view was sick. <laughs> it was absolutely <laughs> Jam- sick. Yeah. Absolutely sick. Uh The Rise of LA Knight, even after the Mountain Dew blackout match. Um, I'm giving all in AEW all in uh, a good mark because even though they Sands attendance flub s- Sands ten thousand people, um, <laughs> they they, they, uh, they did their thing there um, and also hey s- they
1: paid it's not their fault that they didn't show up this is true this is very
0: true and then my final good of the list. Is that fiery brimstone down below finally froze over? (laughs) Alice froze over. And after nine years, CM Punk made his return to WWE. And we get grateful CM Punk (laughs) doing matches against Don Mysterio to a packed house, which leads to the best attendance record for a non pay per view or non televised, excuse me, non televised event at MSG for WWE happened last Tuesday and that is all due to CM Punk and so you know you have to you have to give kudos where kudos is due and kudos to Triple H for swallowing pride and saying listen business is business and he's good for business and that was absolute proof so 2024 you know the year of Punk the year of Cody and hopefully finishing the story um but yeah
1: Cody will finish the story at Survivor Series you son of a bitch. Listen, everyone's going to start whining. Oh, he didn't finish the story WrestleMania.
0: I came up with this list. I came up with this list. Everybody was bitching about that. Everybody was bitching about that, looking at at what made this list. That was part of it. That was going to be on there, too, that he didn't finish
1: the story because God. But looking back on it, you go, okay, it wasn't the right time. Do you genuinely think that Cody Rhodes could be given the keys to the company for all of it right now? for everything i don't know if he's there just yet
0: what else would he need to do we're gonna wrap up, wrap this up with this what else would he, he need needs to, do? to go
1: back The he needs to finish the final boss pause <laughs>
0: finish off the final boss go on
1: he needs to finish <laughs> the final boss and that's it it's roman it's randy randy he has to go through randy to get to roman interesting Heal Randy. Heal Randy has to come back. Face Cody WrestleMania Night One. That means that he, yeah, Heal Randy has to come back. He will cost him the title. Wow. Okay. Eliminate him from the Royal Rumble. Mm. Knock him out at fuck or RKO him at fucking the Elimination Chamber. The Chamber Elimination. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen I think that he needs to have a a Brock like his type of feud with Brock Brock Lesnar he needs to have that with uh Randy before he gets to Roman because that title that that feud should not be for the title I I hate to agree (laughs) like I I, oh I love it I love it when people hate to agree with me because you know I'm right and that's why people hate to agree with me.
0: <laughs> Jeez, um, I wanted to finish off. Hello, pause. Oh, pause. Uh, I wanted to finish the show. Pause. Let me with, see both your hands. I'm, I'm right here. Um, All right, good. Now I have pants on. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to finish off the show <laughs> with at least three things in the last 200 episodes. That's like a best of sound bites and. Oh, songs no. and things like that. Oh, no. So let's see here. I have up. I have three things. Yeah. I I have three things that I wanna do really quickly here quickly because. Here, oh, you know what? No. I got there's four. And oh I should have done this uh be nice if I did this before the show. Um That's it. Yeah, we're good. Uh, oh no, five. So these five sound effects have basically been riddled through the last 200 episodes of Sons of Sleep. You know what to finish with. You know what to finish and with. And I'm going to finish with the the newest of the sounds. Yes,
1: yes, but, yes. <laughs>
0: but I I don't know if you think it's going to be the same one. However, let's start off with. Look at that booty. Show me the booty. Give me the booty. I want the booty. Back up the booty. I need the booty. I like the booty. Oh, what a booty. Shaking that booty. I saw the booty. I want the booty. Lord, what a booty. Bring on the booty. Give up the booty. Tim Wilson
1: and the booty song. God, man, that brought me back. I haven't played that one in a minute. That intro is just something else.
0: The yeah <laughs> uh what else here what else DJ ready yeah All right, that was uh Macho Man Randy Savage. And are you ready? That that song you you gave me that song one episode to play, and I was like, this has just changed
1: my life. It's on my workout. Well, playlist. you did, you never knew about the Macho Man rap album. I didn't. I did. I did not. Yeah. And he goes in. on Apparently, he goes I really can't believe that I was the one that brought that to you.
0: <laughs> he goes in on on uh, Hogan. Um. We did booty, we did are you ready? Uh what's next on the docket here, DJ? Bitch, you guessed it! <laughs> you was right. Apparently we haven't been right recently in, in in a while. Next one up. You're wrong. It's so wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong good times uh this I might have to play this one right up but the next one
1: up rest in peace sorry rest in peace to was that Matthew Perry? No. That no was Scrubs. Oh, I thought it was. That no was Scrubs. Who?
0: That was from Scrubs. Ah, different white guy. Sorry. Yeah, Go sorry. On. Next one up.
1: Oh my god. in the building
0: that might be one of the greatest mixes i've ever made in my entire life
1: um and finally that was uh the my whole the not the my whole the the, i'm all jacked up that's (laughs) my fucking favorite part of the whole thing
0: i'm all jacked up such a good song
1: like i said i'm pretty sure i said it when i first heard that mix i go if you can tell me the reference of that specific line right there I would probably love you forever. Anyone, really. <laughs> I it just, it's just that. You know we're,
0: it? We're, no, I don't.
1: Oh. <laughs> it's but, from Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Which part? The grandfather, not his dad, her dad. When they're in like, uh, they're at, oh, they're at a uh, family, they're at the family dinner right she's like i was slaving over this for hours a bunch of taco bell and pizza hut and shit mm-hmm. <laughs> the 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 grandfather starts chirping and shit he's like you got to these kids don't know respect and yeah. everything blah 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 blah. and then one of the sons goes chip i'm all jacked up on mountain dew yes <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes that's the uh, baby jesus with the golden diaper absolutely
1: yes absolutely. exactly wasn't the same I scene picture yes. jesus like singing lead vocals and i'm like front row at a leonard skinner concert <laughs> i fucking love that movie man such oh, a good movie last
0: but certainly not least this was as of 2023 thanks thanks to mr joe black for this one
1: fucking yes fucking hogan yeah, that might be one of my favorite Hogan liners next to when he just like uh let me say this one more time for you, McMahon. If you think I'm the right gay guy in the wrong right place, <laughs> that that's might be one of my favorite Hogan <laughs> ones too.
0: That <laughs> 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 was wrong with him. Oh, speaking of, speaking of TNA, there you go. <laughs> That's all TNA. That is TNA. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a wrap. Episode 200 is in the books. Joe, we have made it to number 200 and beyond. We want to thank you guys so very much for listening to the show. We do it for the people. I mean, we really just do it for us because we like to bullshit, but we do it for the people. And we appreciate the people listening. So thank you guys so very much. Please hit us up on Twitter. It's on the slam show. Uh, listen and tell your friends to listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I'm done. Happy New Year, and here's to 2024 and another 200 episodes.
1: Here's to another 200. Here's to another five years. <laughs> another five years. Here's <laughs> to Roman Reigns probably still being the champion. Then fucking a. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Real tribal chief. We the ones. Deuces, ooses. <laughs> The Sons of Slam podcast.